Good evening, everybody, and uh, welcome to the Tune Review uh, for the uh, Carabao Cup final match review, which unfortunately, uh, well, doesn't contain us uh, winning the cup. Un- uh, very, very disappointed. Um, I'm tired. Uh, literally only got home two hours ago. Absolutely knackered. Uh, it was a hell of a weekend, though. Um, uh, brilliant weekend, actually. And it's it's just a shame that the uh, the lads couldn't bring it home. But we'll get into that in a minute because obviously there's there's going to be a lot said about the the performance and who's who's not going to be the future of this football club. It, it, and I think it's quite clear to a lot that you know we, we need to change things. Things are very very predictable now uh, in our gameplay in our approach. Uh, for some reason, we don't shoot the football, and I'll never understand why we do not take shots on goal. Uh, it, it's becoming very, very, very frustrating. Um, you know, just and the scenes outside the ground, you know, outside of Wembley, um, you know, after the game and all sorts of stuff like that. It just, it just, just bullshit, man. Just really, just annoyed me. Uh, we'll go through some comments first of all. Uh, Paul Gallant, good evening to you. Um, Toon Gamer says we also need uh, to shoot more instead of passing from the side to side outside opponents' boxes. Uh, Wes, good evening. Uh, couldn't be any prouder of the lads, unlucky, but we still follow United. Uh, there's some serious shopping needs doing in the summer. Uh, that there is no doubt about. Uh, Yano says, in my opinion, Wilson has selfishly uh, skipped training sessions due to World Cup selection, minor illness injury, and his fear of missing the final. The result of player operating at less than 50% of his ability uh we'll come on to him uh anders uh like I said for a long time wilson uh is our new wood version two uh but people need to stop defending him one goal in 15 matches uh you would all go crazy uh if wood got that much play time uh listen i agree anders it is not good enough matey it is simply not good enough but we will come on to him uh wes says let's be realistic we're definitely overachieving uh, and look at what the owners have said. Uh, it's a five-year plan, and we're 16 months in. Uh, would never imagine that in our wildest dreams. Uh, Wes, I completely agree with you, but we are just reviewing that game. That we are, that's all we're doing. We're not talking about anything else tonight. That's, that we are focusing on that game that we've just seen. Uh, Wes says there'll be an overhaul in the summer, uh, and we will recruit. Uh, we are building for the future. Just look at Chelsea and the money they've spent. Uh, Space Bar says, Wes, I agree with you, but this coming summer is going to be huge. Uh, we need attacking options and an extra creativity. Uh, right now, though, there's a predictable familiarity about us and the goals have dried up. Um, Billy, I mean, look, we may as well start with Callum because he got the start yesterday um, and it, it just never happened. Never happened. Yeah, he was picked, I think, for his physicality and to put the fear of God into the main United centre-halves. They might as well do him marking, I don't know, a tree. He did nothing. Chris Wood. No physicality. Well, I think Chris Wood had to put a better shift in. I think Chelsea, the game against Chelsea, Chris Wood, would have been way, way more beneficial to us. And I think uh, would have come out better for it. He didn't put the centre-halves under any pressure. He wasn't physical. He never looked like scoring, let's be honest. He was just a nothingness, and how he, he just doesn't the hold the ball. 
Yeah, his passing was abysmal. It was all over the place. Not what we wanted. Not what I expected from Wilson because I expected him to really get under the skin of Varane and uh, mm-hmm. and, and Martinez, and it just never happened. He just. I think he did it once. I think he did it once, late, very late on in the game when it was. Yeah, it was when there was, was handbags at the end of the game, uh, towards the yeah. end of the game. Yeah, I know which one you mean. Um, but it was so disappointing. Um, Alex, obviously, you know, we spoke at length last night on the way home from, uh, you know, from Wembley and. Um, you know, we we'd had enough of Manchester United. Never mind bumping into them at the services. That was bad enough again. And 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 um, you know how we got out of there without uh, WH Smith being turned upside down. I do not know, but um, yeah, it, it was um, it, it wasn't a great feeling coming out of Wembley last night, was it? No, not not really. Purely because it was one of those games where we created a lot. We had a lot of possession. Um, it was it was there. It was it's it's not like we got played off the park. Um we had more shots. Uh we both had six corners. We had a lot more of the ball. We had a lot of touches inside their box. Well, um, yeah, we had more shots, but none of merit, Alex. They were all you know, rookie shots. Well, we accumulated more XG than them. It was all it was all there. It was all there. We just gotta take our chances. Um you know, it's it's the streak has continued from recent Premier League matches with producing the opportunities and just not putting it in the net. Um, mm. You know, we've just we've just out xg'd two weeks on the trot. We've out xg'd Liverpool, lost two nil to them. We've out xg'd Manchester United, lost two nil to them. So there's an element of the defence is having lapses of judgment and concentration, and then on top of that, we're not putting away our opportunities that we. we we're doing so well to create them because we're dominant. We're, we're getting all the way to that final bit and just not not executing the you know the final piece of the puzzle. Um, yeah. it, it's just a shame because it felt like we it could have it could have been. I think I think that team is good enough to to win. It's just um, it's just not happening at the moment. And it's it's you know you're going into a cup final in that sort of form. You're always going to take your form into the cup final, and it showed. They're playing very well, counter-attacking football with Rashford scoring, and that's exactly what happened. So, Well, listen, I, I mean, I'll repeat myself. I don't think Man United were great yesterday at all. No, um, I think they were there for the taking because of they did look fatigued in the second half because of, obviously, um, the, the performance against Barcelona. They looked tired second half, and that's we had the majority of the players second half, but we didn't put them under any pressure. We didn't, you know, Jacob Murphy's shot late on was the best we got. Um, and th- that's not good enough, guys. Whatever you th- say about how far we've come or, or all of this stuff, based on yesterday's game, and it has happened in the last few games, it's not good enough because we, we, we need to take chances. Um, up the air once this high pull off what happened to your daughter? I hope she's okay after it. Can't believe some people could do that, especially to a child. Uh, look, they, they were just pathetic. I mean, going in her face and calling her a Jordy this and Jordy that, and, you know, she just stood there and looked at us to see. You're an absolute dildo. I think um, I think there needs to be something said about um, the Wembley process because uh, it was disgraceful how they organised fans at the exit of the fans of the stadium. They basically let both both sets of fans leave all at the same time and all clash in Wembley Way, walking towards all the trains. Um, it was unsafe and Wembley Way. They actually fenced off one side of it. Everybody was crammed in together. Very very dangerous. Two sets of fans who were obviously gonna gonna butt heads. 
um, disgusting from Wembley and the local police. They should have done that a lot better. Very unsafe. Disgraceful from them. Could have been a serious um, accident. Could have been a death. Well, yeah, I mean, there was there was plenty police police there, but they seemed to just be standing watching everybody and, and standing watching things happen. I mean, I was typing on my phone and then one of them walked past us and uh, batted the phone out of my hand onto the floor. Uh, luckily, somehow didn't smash. It was in a heavy case, but, uh, you know, and, and then calling all sorts of names. But uh, the last straw was uh, going up to Phoebe and saying that and I'd had enough. So I just, you know... I dug him in the ribs and then somebody decided to comment on my video saying last night, oh, you just admitted to physical violence. That's a crime. And I, and I answered him back by simply saying, uh, verbally abusing a child is also a crime, pal. Um, honestly, these people are just demented. But look, look, it isn't all Man United fans. Uh, I have to state that because, you know, I know the video said Man United fans are a disgrace, but I was talking about the ones that, you know, were doing what they were doing last night. There were some Newcastle United fans and, and Man United fans walking out together, talking about the game, um, you know, being adult about things. Um, and there was before the game. You know, I saw plenty Newcastle fans and Man United fans, you know, walking around uh, Wembley Way and around Wembley itself um, before the game. So there, there wasn't an issue with that. It always is the idiots that let the others down. But unfortunately, there was many, many idiots who, you know, decided just to to walk around. No colours from Manchester United before the game. Um, now, apparently, a few Man United fans have got back to me on that and said that's uh, in protest at the Glazers. Uh, so whichever way you want to take that. Is it? Uh, and then, obviously, Manchester United fans putting the, the club themselves, putting scarves on their seats. Um, and I've just seen one on eBay for 48 quid uh, in an auction. So that's how much they think of those flags. Uh, that have been given by the club. Um, but there wouldn't have been any red waved around yesterday had it not been for the club putting the, the scarves on the seats. But look, that's regardless. It was just, uh, it was disappointing, um, you know, given, you know, my daughter's had real bad anxiety problems and, and she's homeschooled and everything. And for, for for an idiot to go up in her face like that is, I mean, it wasn't just uh, happened to her. They were going up to all the Newcastle fans, Gordon us and all sorts of stuff like that because most of the Newcastle United fans had gone. So it was just the, the few in groups around Wembley Stadium. Um, and of course, the Man United fans were, were just straight in there, couldn't wait to go to us and things like that. Just bugger off and enjoy it somewhere else. You know, you've won the cup, go and enjoy it with your fans. Pathetic, man. Um, Jacka says, uh, evening team, hope everyone's well, but probably a bit down. We've just got to shake our heads uh, and uh, box on plenty of points to play for. Um now, me and Alex spoke about this last night, Billy. It can go two ways, can't it? It can either inspire them for the rest of the season um, to go on and get the points needed to, to, to finish uh, well in a European space, um, yeah. or it could go the other way and it could ruin the season. What's we'll your, see what what's Eddie Howe... Well, well, I think we'll see what Eddie Howe's made of now because it's apparent that teams have kind of just out the way we play now. Um, yeah. We don't look affected down the right hand side at all now, and now we're dependent on Maxi's magic to get us creative chances most of the time. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a big thing. Will, will he change formation? I doubt it. It's very late in the season to do that, but he may have to. He may have to because we, I think... it, 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 yeah, I agree. I think things have to change because we have been worked out, and, and these inverted wingers, you know, it's so easy to work them out. We know they're going to cut inside. Um, you know, if we can see that, then other teams are going to see that. Yeah, the odd time Maxi can go on his left, 
but Miggy can't. That's that's yeah. the bottom line. Miggy cannot. And that's oh, where yeah. we break down. And, you know, I have to... Kieran Trippier's deliveries yesterday were god-awful. Um, free kicks, corners, awful. Um, and, you know, when Joe Willock came on, I thought, uh, you know, Joe, he went to take a couple, but he was told no. Trippier kept taking them. Matt Ritchie comes on the pitch, takes one free kick, and almost scored. We almost get a header on it. it, it bizarre. Um, but again, Alex, that that's boils down to creating chances, doesn't it? It's it, it's the whole thing. Um, I mean, we created a lot of chances, but yeah, Trippier needs to improve that. It's whether it's Trippier specifically or runners in the box or being in the right places. I think I think well, Adam, I a lot sure of uh, sorry. This. Adam, Adam, somebody called Adam was in the chat before, but they mentioned that you know it, the the front posts and things like that. Alexis, it, so many corners just didn't clear the front post. Yeah, well, I was gonna I was gonna address that in my answer, um, right? And I've forgotten what I was gonna say now. Um, oh dear. So yeah, some of it. I, this is what I said the other week, like three weeks ago. I said, right, is it people not being in the right place in the box? Um, or is it Trippier's delivery? Obviously, the ones that don't clear the first man is obviously Trippier's fault. That's that's not part of this debate. If if Trippier is not clearing the first opposition player, obviously that's his fault. That, that's stupid to even debate that. But everything else, um, I, I think some of it has got to go down to Trippier now. I think after watching it very, very carefully, uh, you know, one out of 11 crosses finding a man is not good enough. And we've got the sort of height we've got in the box. Um, and Wilson's movement's not not poor it wasn't poor yesterday um the ball wasn't reaching players really um and it's i think trippy has got to take some responsibility for that in terms of his own deliveries because it, it's I, I think i can blame I don't, I don't want to put percentages on it but i think 20 or 30 percent is maybe down to the offensive players standing in the right places the rest of it's all trippier he just he's got to improve that delivery because it's poor at the moment um and one cross from your talisman fullback who takes every single set piece, you gotta hit more than one cross. It's not it's not good enough. I think we created more trouble. Final. I think we created more trouble from Dan Burns long throws, if I'm perfectly honest. Mm. Yeah, that says something. Uh Barbara, thank you very much for your 20 euros. Uh that is very kind. Hi, Paul. That was horrible. What happened to your daughter? Buy her something nice on me. Oh, thank you very much, Barbara. That's really kind. Um, Jordy Metal, good evening to you. Uh, David says, sorry to hear about your daughter, man. Man United fans are scum of the earth, vile people. Uh, glad you gave them the knuckles. Uh, in Space Bar says, don't shoot, you don't win anything. Exactly. Uh, th there was times in that game where we were all screaming, Billy, to pull the trigger. Just shoot. But we seem intent on trying to score the perfect goal. And we've been doing this for weeks now. And at some point, you have to say, look, you get a sight on goal. You just hit the ball. Just hit it. Anything can happen. Rebound off the goalkeeper, hit the post at the bar, or better still, flies in the back of the net. Why aren't we doing it? Why are we looking to score the perfect goal on every attack? Um, I think yesterday was a case in point where the Man United defence was that packed with players. There was no space for them to shoot, or that, so they thought. Uh, but anything could happen before Ricochet. And, you know, there's, there's just no gambling going on. You know, you've got to shoot, get a Ricochet, could go anywhere. I mean, most of the time yesterday, Ricochet did land landed Man United players' feet, but still, you still got to try. You still got to try, and the, the amount of times we were in the box and didn't get shots off was ridiculous yesterday. Ridiculous. I just thought that yeah. they were a bit 
Yeah, but second half, second half, Billy. I was I was literally behind the goal. Um, and second yeah. half, we had options to shoot. Uh, we yeah. didn't. Um, you know, Isak for as well as he played when he comes on, don't get us wrong. Just hanging on to it too long. Um, and and not get, either getting a shot away, getting a crossing or whatever. I don't know what's going on, what they've been told. Um, but you know, we have to call it out. It's right there in front of us. Um, I mean, K2 Shearer says, uh, ASM was brilliant yesterday. Um, I wouldn't go as far as brilliant. I think he was good, but too many times again, the final ball wasn't there. Um, and when it came to delivering the final ball, he gave it away. Um, so yes, he was good in creating an opportunity to get the ball in, but the final ball wasn't there. He's got nothing to aim at though, Paul. Got nothing to aim at. Well, the amount of time we forward, he didn't really. Uh, and we had we had players in at the back, you know, around the back of the, of the full backs, look for crosses, no one in the box. You think, what's going on here? Where's Kellen Wilson? And I know, and I know, yeah, on defensive Maxi as well, he's got no overlap from his left back at all. And Alex, you said to me, you were you're done with Dan Burn at left back now. I, I am absolutely done with it because. It, it doesn't matter who who else you put on that left wing. You could put Neymar on that left wing. You could put anybody on that left wing. And there's no fullback. You need a fullback. Um, and and Dan Byrne is the back bit, and that's it. <laughs> we You know, you need an extra passing option because it draws the player. There is no space. Maxi is, I mean, fair enough. He tripped over his own feet once. Not good enough. You can't do that in a cup final. But... If you've got two in front of you every single damn time, it's you know you you you're relying on such talent to get. I mean, these are two these these will always be two defenders who are some of the most talented defenders in the world. You know, some of these lads, Martinez won the World Cup. You know, half of these guys play in the best league in the world and are, and are in the Champions League places at the moment. So to say to Maxi, you've always just got to beat two on your own. Go and do it. That's unfair for him. Really, it really is. Um, I thought he was great against Dallow and then poor against Wambasaka. I thought Wambasaka was their best player. Um, he came on and made seven tackles in 45 minutes. He was a monster. And I cannot believe Man United fans slack off Wambasaka because he's essentially nullified a huge part of our attack for a cup final and helped yeah, win them a did. cup final. He did. Um, yeah. And, you know, Ma- Maxi works to a point. Um, like I, I, Like I said, I didn't want him to start this final. Because the way we play doesn't suit him. So I'm not going to sit here and slag him off. We don't play to his strengths. What's the point in playing him if we don't play the system that suits him at all? You know, we're, we're, we're providing so much system support to Miggy on the other side, who is just not scoring and can't shoot with his right foot. I'd prefer we shifted the system to suit Maxi, who is clearly more talented than Miggy. Because, um, you know, Miggy was scoring absolute wonder goals with his left foot. And as soon as that sort of stopped... We're still playing that right-sided system for, for because who? everybody's for worked for him why? out. Yeah, everybody's worked that right-hand side out now. You can see so many times during that game yesterday, we're going to the right-hand side. You know, Trippier's trying to combine with Miggy. Miggy cuts back on his left all the time, and it's simple for Luke Shaw. It's simple for him because he knows exactly what Miggy's going to do. And then when he goes yeah. to hit a cross with his right, it flies out of play. It and it, 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 look, Miggy wasn't good yesterday. I, I, I think Miggy bottled it yesterday, if you ask Miggy me. I, I think he was poor. Um, and we, he couldn't get a cross in. Every time he did have an opportunity cross, we're all screaming for him to cross, and he pulls it back to Trippier. I mean, you know Billy, what, the, you know what they, it's so easy to, to, to work out. 
But do you know what the most ridiculous thing of all of it is? And what Alex said is quite right there about Danburn not getting forward and not helping out. But when we were chasing yep. the game last 10 minutes yesterday, the only person on the left flank of the whole of the pitch was Danburn. He's not going to beat players. And I, I, I won't criticise Danburn mm. because I don't think he played that badly yesterday, I'll be honest. Not from a defensive point of view. Obviously, he didn't do much mm. going forward. But at the end of the game, he was our only player on the left flank. And for Eddie Howe to allow that to happen, and take, he took Maxi off. We were chasing the game. He took Maxi off and left Dan Byrne to be our all things on the left wing. And I thought that was absolutely yeah. disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Mm. I think Eddie's, Eddie, Eddie's got... You know, Eddie's got questions to answer from yesterday, without a doubt. I, I, some of the... I mean, look... <coughs> Again, we're going to get hammered. Saying, saying, you're, Alex, you're up. <coughs> Go on, sorry, Billy. I was saying, Alex, you know, what you said there is right about Burn being like no good going forward. But when we were chasing the game, the last 10, 15 minutes yesterday, he took, he took Maxi off and left Burn to patrol the whole left flank himself as an attacking as, a, as an attacker and as a defender. And I just felt that absolutely. I thought that was disgusting. I thought I was astounded by it. Yeah. I'll be honest. Well, we need astounded. we need we need Target to play a bit more. I, I think one one of I know this is turning into a bit of a witch hunt, and and I would like to say I did I do like this player, in, in I like parts of his game, but one one guy who I really am not happy with for this final is uh, is Ryan Fraser. The fact that he's not available, the fact that his form and his attitude has fallen so much off a cliff, because if we could have bottled some of Ryan Fraser from last season, fair enough, he wasn't great, but he was okay to have somebody like that to maybe come on on the left side might have helped. Um, and, you know, somebody taking a wage from the club to be training with the under-21s and not be fit for a final. And we're having to to ask Elliot Anderson to come on for the final minute and do something. Um, I don't think that's helped. I think it's a shame we, we couldn't call on Gordon or Ashby either. Um, I mean, Murphy... To be fair to him, four out of five. I thought Jules. Murphy played. I, um, I thought Murphy played well when he came on. I thought he he was at it. He wanted to take players on. He wanted to shoot. I mean, that shot from what twenty yards, just a foot wide of the post. He just put exactly. too much slice on it. I thought he was. I thought he was one of the better players. It's certainly up for it. Um, yeah. Tampa Toon, thank you very much for your twenty-five dollars. Uh, he says, while we desperately wanted to win, it's important to remember the new Newcastle United is in its infancy uh, and we are miles ahead of where we uh, could expect to be. Uh, silverware will come and we need to keep perspective. Yeah, we do need to keep perspective. But like I said, this is the match review on that match yesterday. And personally speaking, I'm disappointed because I thought that was a chance that we've wasted yesterday to win a trophy because we Man United were there for the take in second half. Um, but we we didn't seem to just want to put the ball in the back of the net, Billy. I don't care what anybody says. It was a missed opportunity. They were first half, I'm perfectly honest. I, I just didn't, I wasn't impressed with Manchester United whatsoever. You know, I mm. thought they managed the game, considering they were, they were, they were, they were obviously fatigued. They managed it better than we did. Um, they defended in numbers. They were very, very, very negative for all of the game, not just when they were two up, for all of the game. And a lot, mm. a lot of their attacking was based on hoofing it as far as they could and let Rashford chase it. I wasn't impressed with them one iota. And it's been part of the course Manchester United the past three months. People are saying they're bang on form. They're not. They're not very good side at all. They're just getting lucky lucky breaks. And they've got the, the talisman in Rashford, of course, but he did piss all yesterday, apart from scoring. Well, look, look, that that was not a free kick for their first goal. Uh, that was right in front of us. The, that foul happened numerous times again during the game and wasn't given as a free kick. 
Um, I thought Coot, the referee, was awful yesterday. I thought he was disgraceful. Um, I have seen a still of the tackle on Joe Linton. That is the spit and double of Bruno getting sent off against yep. Southampton and yeah, nothing given. Said it it's a long, red card. It it's exactly what happened with Bruno against Southampton. And because he's wearing a red shirt and a Man United badge, it's no, it's not a tag. I didn't even see that till today. And I thought, wow, how can they not even do anything with that? Yet Bruno's is, um, what is it? What, what was Bruno's tackle class as? Dangerous play or something or intent to injure, violent, whatever? Violent conduct. Yeah, how is um, that not more, the same thing? More than that, there was more than that. There was there was a friend after being booked rubbing his stins down on long stuff. Yeah, yeah. There was absolutely a, there was a penalty. Dan Burns header that went wide. I thought that's a terrible header. Then they showed the Just replay. And he should have scored it, but at the time I thought that's a terrible miss. They showed the replay, and Luke Shaw's got his got his shirt like that away from his body, pulling him. It's a penalty kick all day long. Um, and they would, you know, it's not even mentioned that it was a penalty kick. First goal's offside. You know, there's lots of things you can say. Lots of things that went against us yesterday, refereeing was. Um, it yeah. was awful. God awful. But we knew it was going to be awful. God awful. Because all referees are. Well, yeah, we, we we knew that. But even even the... Um, <clears throat> I mean, look, is he? I've had a look many times today at the, the lines drawn for that offside. And I, I don't know. I mean, I'm still... I mean, I'm you've still got to the look opinion. The lines drawn are stupid. Uh, the like the, the wrong lines. It's got to be. Well, there's the I lines mean, that's, there. that's a funny angle, isn't it? It is. Yeah, but, but the Man United player behind them is offside. How? And how? Stopping how from coming in with a challenge. The ve- well, yes. Vegas isn't to do with that play, really. Well, no, but he's stopping. Oh, yeah. Alex, you can't say that because the the ball has just been kicked, so you don't know where the ball's going. That's the thing, and he's blocking Dan Byrne, so. He's got to be interfering with play because the ball has just been kicked. So nobody knows that it's going to Casemiro at that time. That's the that's what I'm trying to... Line, the only person's foot over that line or even on it is Casemiro's. No one else is apart from the goals at the back. But to me, that's offside all day long. But look at Callum Wilson's foot. That's... That's not his... And his yeah, but it. it's not his size. Boot Billy, they put another flaming three foot on it, man. Yeah, but it's barely like touching it against it Villa. He's barely touching it, and Casemiro is actually over. You can see his foot's over the line. Yeah, it's offside. Uh, yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, but look, look. It, by the by, um, the second goal went in. Um, at... okay, can, I, can we just touch on the first goal? There's, there's more yeah. to it than that. I think they were quite mm-hmm. fortunate. I think he was aiming for Vekhorst, and it went short yeah. to Casemiro. And Fabian Cher was was the person who was meant to be marking Casemiro and jumping for that, who had just been knocked the hell out in yeah. in, the, in like five minutes prior to that. So we've got a, a guy trying to sort his head out who's just gone down with a head injury. Um, unfortunately, the ball went to his marker and he got out jumped by Casemiro. Yeah. And it, I, I just feel like that's such a shame for Fabian Fabian Cher. Yeah. I mean, he had a shocking game, but. I mean, the, the the second goal as well, you know, it was unfortunate because it took the deflection off Botman. Um, I mean, I don't know, but Billy, we, we, Carius, was he slow to react to the deflection or do you think he just... Because for me, he planted his feet down, ready to save the shot. And, you know, it took that slight deflection, which put it over the top of me. Because he planted himself, ready to move or dive, it was difficult for him to adjust his body. Well, firstly, 
the same Fabian Cher, who's obviously got his head addled, doesn't put any kind of just backs off Red Horse and should have been straight on him and putting a tackle in for it on him and didn't just yep. just kept going yep. backward and backward and backward and backward and backward and backward, played the ball. I think it's straight at Carrius. I think he should at least get his hand on it. <laughs> yeah. Go straight through it, straight at him. Um, but I can understand why he didn't because it was deflected. But you now he's trying to cover the shot. But the fact it's straight at him, he should he should get something on it. Should, I mean, well, t- look. I mean, I'm not putting anything on Carrius because he made some great saves yesterday. He did, um, yeah, he did. Uh, and I think he looked he looked all right considering he hadn't played for two years. Uh, it, it certainly was not Loris Carrius's fault that we no. lost that game yesterday. Um, we just look I think you know we played some good stuff yesterday the the first 10 minutes I thought were I thought we really looked up for it we 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 could go and get something and uh Maxi was unlucky not to score early doors um and then he should have uh but that's what we've been saying for not just Maxi how many times have we said over the last few weeks he should have scored. He should have scored. He should have scored. We're not scoring goals. And that is the only reason we are not winning football matches. You've, because we're not taking chances. Uh, Tampa Toon, thank you for another $10. Um, he says, Paul, I wasn't disagreeing with the points being made. Yesterday was a missed opportunity. Yeah, I know, mate. Don't worry. Uh, we all have our opinions on it, um, without a doubt, buddy. And that, that's what I'm trying to say today. It's, it's based on that game yesterday. Um, not any other games. We're talking about a match review for yesterday, and it was an opportunity lost, in my opinion, because they were there for the taking. But f- for some reason, we want to score the perfect goal on every attack. And that you can't, Alex, you can't score the perfect goal on every attack. You have to score goals where it goes in off someone's ass or it's a scrappy little tap in. Yeah, I mean, I, I said this to you in the car that I think. Eddie and the coaching staff need to take some responsibility for this in the I mean they might not they might not even want to they might completely disagree with me they they might think that this is the way um this is my personal preference and I know a lot of people will agree with me I think it got a little bit too let's try and walk the ball in the net at times I, I think occasionally there is a time for a little bit more pragmatism you're down 2-0 you're 25 yards out, hit it, just hit it. It might rebound, it might, something might happen. Um, you might win another corner for it. Um, it's difficult to say because they, you know, they could completely disagree with that and they might want to completely play this way. Um, well, one thing, one thing I will add is when you say it's a match review, I think that's fair to a point. I, I think. Generally, yeah, it's one match and we can't sort of... A lot of people have said, oh, in this summer and let's rip up this and let's do... Well, we can't, you know, you can't reassess off one game. That's unfair on the lads. You know, we wouldn't do that after one Premier League game. So why would we do it after one Carabao Cup game? And then there is the flip side of it of it is a final. Um, So there are things you can take from it. Yeah, but we've seen this coming. Um, You're right. We've seen this coming, Alex. This has been going on now for quite a few weeks. It's it's been developed. I'm more more about the point of you can take more because it's a cup final. So, for example, um, I thought Botman, for his age and for his character, was fine for a cup final. Ten long balls was brilliant. Didn't didn't do anything wrong. Won lots of duels. Was really really competent. So, you know, I think there's a few people that stepped up in a cup final that we now know in future cup finals, if we're in one, you know, we know that um, we know they'll be able to step up. And there were people who were a little bit anonymous or, or weren't quite as useful. So, you know, we can learn we can learn that 
So although it is only one game and we can't judge everyone too harshly, it still gives us an indication as, as to who is ready to step up to these big, big games. Yeah. Uh, Zishan, thank you for your 499. Uh, even and all, Man United weren't great. Uh, just don't know how to sum up our performance. Maybe they're tired uh, and January coming back to bite us. Uh, January certainly back to bite us. Uh, Jordy Metal, thank you very much for your £20 super chat. He says, I agree with Alex. Uh, to get the best out of Maxi, we need a class left back. Uh, I wish we had got Owen uh, Windle in the summer. Uh, also need a new right-sided player. Miggy is a one-trick pony. Uh, Paul Tully, thank you for your £5 super chat as well. Um, look, it, I mean... I, Things have to change because we are predictable. Um, so, you know, if you're ready, how now, Billy? You know, we've got Man City next hmm. at the Etihad. So, you know, if that's not, uh, uh, well, <laughs> you know, straight out the, the frying pan into the fire, basically. So what do you do if, you, if you're ready, how? Because clearly, you know, some of these players, like Alex saying, the big game mentality, Maybe isn't there. You're finding out about your players. What do you do? I'm sure, for starters, that Eddie Howe wouldn't have chosen this as his next fixture after losing Cup final. It's an awful, awful fixture to have. However, and I hate to say, I'm going to say it, it's a free hit. It is a free hit. Mm. No one expects us to, to go there and get anything. The chances are we're going to be missing Bruno also, um, not just because I think that injury yesterday was a bad one, a real bad one. I mean, at the time, I thought, what's he, what's he calling for? And then they showed the replay. He stood, got caught in the turf and his ankle went over. It was, ooh, it was horrific to watch. Mm. Um, I think Andy Gord has to come in. I think he has to come in on the right-hand side, if I'm perfectly honest. I think he has to play on that right-hand side and see what he can do down there. Um, whether it's the same as Miggy or he's got a better right foot than, than, than Miggy. He must have. He must have because Miggy's is appalling. Um, so I think he comes in Saturday. Um, but it's the Bruno problem again, isn't it? It really is. If he's out, what do we do? Can I, can I just reply to Tom as well? Tom, it is 100% yeah. about the stats. It is 100% about the stats. The Dan Byrne header and the, and the maxi chance, if they could hold their nerve a bit better, we're in that game. So the stats indicate, were we in it? Yes, we had these chances because of all the possession and the build-up. Um, and it was just down to bottle at the end of the day. And the lads didn't have enough of it or, or the players who had the chances didn't have enough bottle to do what they do in training or do what they've done in previous matches when they've put it in the back of the net. We, we need them to do it in a cup final. So the stats are important. It's the fact that we're, we're getting them in the right areas and they haven't mm. got the stomach to hit the net. All, all Eddie Howe can do is lead a horse to water. He's providing the team... One thing, fair enough, not set pieces. I think we're crap at set pieces. But generally, everything else, we, we're creating such good opportunities and we're so dominant. He can't make them put it in the back of the net. He can't control their shot. He can give them finishing training, but they've got to talk little. They've got to walk the walk event, eventually, haven't they? He, he can't do everything for them. He's turned a, a weak team. We were weak. Steve Bruce, the start of last season, he's turned a lot of that into... We just had 61% possession against Man United. If this was 18 months ago, we'd have had 30%. We just had 60%. So we dominated but that's that game. Yeah, but that's what's disappointing, is that we it had is, so yeah. much it's possession. players haven't got the bottle and for just it. just didn't, didn't use players. it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chippers, thank you very much for your £10 super chat. Uh, he says, I thought Sky Sports were a disgrace last night, saying that Man United have ended their trophy drought. 
uh, very disrespectful. They were, oh, I couldn't give a shit what Sky Sports say, to be honest. Uh, you know, they, they were always going to um, be tossing off over Man- Manchester United with if they won. Um, and it, it's just exactly as it is. Um, Lee May says, uh, personnel needs changing, not formation. Uh, where you play, the, I, I mean, it, it does sort of marry the two up. Uh, you know, your personnel, uh, whoever you've got available, is, is to what formation you're, you're sort of going to be best at. Um, unfortunately, it, it wasn't working uh, for us yesterday. Uh, Mr. Matthews says, Casemiro goal was offside. If Isak's shadow can be offside, then Casemiro's definitely offside. VAR is a joke. They literally gifted Man United about 12 points this season. Yeah, well, nothing's going to change on that. You know, as long as they wear red and have a Man United badge on the show, on the on the uh, chest, they are going to get decisions. Um, I saw a comment earlier on saying about um, uh, should Bruno have made the challenge on Rashford uh, for the first goal, for the free kick. I don't think Bruno even made a challenge. He just went down. It was pathetic. It was it was. It was really, really pathetic. Uh, it was right in front of us. We saw exactly what Rashford was doing. Uh, but the fact that that foul took place in numerous other places on the pitch uh, was never given. Well, they've just... put that foul on the highlights clip on YouTube. So for the club have posted the highlights. And before that goal, they've put the foul in. So you can actually go and look. And it's um, Bruno 50-50s him, which is not a foul. And Rashford had already played the ball into an on-rushing Kieran Trippier. So there is no scenario in which Rashford gets out of that or gets through. Um, it, it doesn't happen. It, it, you know, you can literally go and see it. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It shouldn't be given. Uh, well, Mal says uh has not been great, so uh, give, Ash, give Ashby a run out. Look, I, I don't think Kieran Trippier... You can't because of what he offers as captain as well. I mean, you saw when Man United scored yesterday, he was rallying the troops. He was saying, come on, get your heads back up. It's, it's only one goal. Let's go for it. Um, his captaincy is is precious to this team uh, and his experience is precious to this team. Um, yes, is look, his, his set pieces weren't great, right? And I'm quite happy to say that. And I would love to see somebody else given the chance to maybe try the set pieces and try something different, mix it up. But I don't think Trippier had a bad game. You know, it, it wasn't like he was he was poor with his passing or he was poor defensively. I don't think any of that. I think one aspect of the game was his set pieces and they weren't good enough, Billy. But the rest of it... 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he didn't have a bad game, Trippier. He didn't have a bad game at all. Um, but I did I don't think any of them had particularly good games, but Trippier certainly didn't have a bad game. Um, you know, he, was, he he leads from the front every week. This is what you get with Kieran Trippier. No, no question in my mind that you're going to drop him or anything like that and bring a young and tested fullback in for him. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe they can find another position in the team for him, though. They may have to at some point um, because I keep saying it, but he's not as fast as he used to be. He's finding it hard to get back uh, from the attacking position to defend. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Mr. Matthews says, forget Ashby's for the future. I just hope Kraft is going to come back so soon. He'll not be back this season either. Uh, however, would Eddie ever drop him? Um, he's untouchable. It's not that he's untouchable. You've got to see what Trippier brings to the side. His captaincy is precious to us. And if he wasn't there, you know, a lot of the, you know, if Trippier wasn't there yesterday when Man United scored those goals, Right, we'd have gone to pieces and we'd have lost that game five six nil. I'll guarantee you that now, right? Because he was still marshalling the troops, he was still getting them up for it. And you want to fight for a captain, 
You want to play for your captain who is as inspirational as he is. You want to play for a manager like Eddie Howe. You know, the good thing about yesterday is they got those two quick goals. We still never dropped our heads. We still kept at it. Look, I'm not taking anything away from the players. We worked out, they worked so hard yesterday and they did want to win. They did want to get back in the game. But unfortunately, things didn't aspire to that where we just weren't getting shots in. We weren't, it wasn't good enough at that end. But the players wanted it. They were, every time we got a corner, they were G in the fact, they wanted it. So I'm not having to go at the players for, you know, any sort of dedication or anything like that. I'm, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of the lads yesterday because they didn't drop their heads when they went 2-0 down. They stayed in the fight. And, you know, Newcastle United's of previous years gone by would have lost that 6-7-0 and and just been absolutely drubbed because we know what the old teams used to be like. When we conceded a goal, heads went down and you were saying, right, how many are we conceding tonight? But not yesterday. You know, the lads still stepped up to the play for me. They just didn't take their opportunities. And that's what we've been saying for weeks gone by now, that we have to start taking those opportunities because we're still playing well enough to score, Billy. Yeah, we are. We, 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 I mean, in between the two penalty boxes, we're still playing as well as we have done all season. It's We're making defensive errors now. We're not as clinical in, in attack. It's, but it's those two, two-thirds of the pitch that are the most important ones, unfortunately. But in between them, we're fantastic still. I thought Joe Linton and, and Bruno and Sean Longstaff when he was on, I thought they were, they were really good. I thought, yeah, I thought that at times in the first half, I thought we dominated it even before they scored and even after they scored. So, yeah, this, it's, yeah. It's, it's the two, two ends of the pitch that are the most crucial that we're kind of struggling at at the minute. Bellingham Edits says Newcastle suck. Well, suck my monumental big bell end, you twat. Get off the channel. Uh, go on, Alex. Sorry, just just block the trolls. They, they don't deserve to take over channel time. Um, no, they're not. I don't think it's... I, I'm going to say the same about Kieran Trippier as I used to say about Maxi. It's not Trippier's fault that there's no other set-piece takers or, or anybody with that sort of technical quality on the opposite sides. It's not Trippier's fault that we don't have a left-footed player in Burn, Bruno, Joe Linton or anybody to play any set-pieces or crosses. That's not his fault. It's not Trippier's fault. Um, I'm not saying that Joe Linton suddenly needs to grow a better left foot or, or Bruno. No, obviously not. But it's not Trippier's fault that there's no other technical players on the opposite side that can that can at least take some set pieces. Um, so I think Trippier is suffering because he's got to do everything because he's the only one technically gifted enough enough to do all of that. And it's being figured out the same way we had Maxi at one point in time was the only one technically gifted enough to do certain things in attack. And it was just getting shut down. I think it's starting to become a bit of a, you know, his success is becoming a bit of an issue because people are just shutting it down because they know it's really dangerous. Um, and and he's also in a bit of poor form with his own deliveries, which doesn't help. Um, yeah. yeah. And Cher uh, wasn't great either, which didn't help, which is on his side. But Cher, I mean, Cher took a, a huge... Uh, I mean, I, I I don't know how big that clash of heads was, Billy, because it was at the far end. I mean, you know, there was a lot of time uh, for the trainers to be on and, and we were thinking that he wasn't going to continue. I mean, what did it look like from the camera point of view? Well, I was amazed Martinez got up so quick because he had a gash in his head, massive, and his, his, his blonde hair turned mauve all of a sudden. A massive right. gash on top of his head. He got up. Um, didn't look to be a clash of heads. It looked like a I'm not sure. You know, it didn't look like that. There obviously was because shit. Uh, 
Cher had a big shine of hair just with his mm. eye. And he, he came off worse for it. But he's had that many bangs on the head this year. You kind of think it, it'll help him. But in this occasion... Well, I just wonder if that affected him a little scrambled. bit yesterday. Certainly, yeah. Certainly, yeah. he was scrambled for the next 20 minutes. The second half, I thought he was fine again. But yeah, the first first 20 minutes after, after that happened, I thought he was all over the shot. Yeah. Uh, Foxy says, you guys should be proud of Billy. You did a great job yesterday on commentary. Hey, we're always proud of Billy. Uh, you know, definitely did a great job. Absolutely so. Um, Space Bar says, again, all that height wasted, nobody attacking them. Uh, yeah, Alex, we've mentioned this numerous times about the height we've got on set pieces, but it's just not working, man. You know, we're, you'd think we would score the majority of set pieces we have because of the height we have. Yeah, I, mean, I think Dunburn's got to take some responsibility here. Um, you know, it's all well and good saying in interviews, oh, well, I've, you know, I should be scoring more goals or I've never been much of a goal scorer. Okay, that's cool. But the defending's going to pot as well. So you need to sit out the team. If it's not working, it's not working. At least Botman isn't scoring either. Fair enough. But Botman is passing accuracy 90% every week, every single week. He's winning. Most of his duels, his passing's incredible. His long balls are incredible. So Botman, you know, if he, at least he's doing that first, whereas Burns mm. missing most of his game at the moment. Burn was good against Liverpool. He had a bit of a resurgence. But apart, if you take the Liverpool game out, it's been really poor for four or five weeks. Really, really, really poor. Um, mm. And yeah, that he should have scored that header. Uh, and I understand he hit the crossbar the other day, but if it's not going in, it's not going in. If, if you're not offering offensive or defensive stuff, I mean, Cher's headers, I've, I've got to say, Burn and Cher together, Cher maybe has a bit of a case because of the head injury. We don't know how much was at play there for his poor performance. But Fabian Cher with one long ball. I mean, what game have we ever seen in the last, since I've been part of this channel, where Fabian Cher's had one long ball? I can't remember one. Mm. Cher's normally yeah. incredible with his long balls. Um, and Burn as well. I mean, I've written it down, if I can find him. Where is he? Burn. Three out of 13 duels. He's six foot seven. He's enormous. Three out of 13 in a cup final. Not good enough, mate. You're the biggest man on the pitch. Not good enough. Um, I mean, committed a foul. How many times, no dribbles. How many, no crosses. No long balls. Yeah. How many times was he nutmegged yesterday by Anthony, by the way? Um, I mean, I, I've, I've counted at least three. Um, just, he did it towards one movement. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, is Joel Linton suspended now? No, no. So that so that book just has no meaning at all. No, none whatsoever. Where's the sense in this, guys? I mean, where is the sense? Only I mean, Reds. Only Reds <laughs> just uh, Diane says, uh, Paul, could you please ask Alex what he thinks of a three-four-one-two formation? That's what Mourinho plays a little bit when Tammy's not available. I like it, mm. but I don't think it suits us. It's it's a very right. it's it's got very Ro Roma vibes about it. Um, mm. Idiot wouldn't do that. He's not. He doesn't like his wing. I think he tried. Uh, was it once? I think we saw him try wing wing backs once back in the first season when he was trying to fiddle about in the first couple of months and see what worked. He tried Willock and Longstaff as a double pivot. It was atrocious. He tried wingbacks once with Murphy and Richie, I think. Someone, I don't, I, I can't say, I can't see that. I think, I think he's trying to go towards how the big teams play. Obviously, not in a Conte yeah. way, but 
like a Pep and a, a, a Klopp. I think he wants to go four two three ones, four three threes, high tempo, lots of pressing, really mm. like possession based. You can see that's where they're trying to head towards. Um, yeah, I don't think we'd see wing backs. Um, Shane in Australia. Good morning. Uh, he says at this point, I'd rather Matt Ritchie in the team over Dan Byrne. He'll get forward and is quite underrated from set pieces because Trippier's delivery has gone stale. Matt Ritchie left back now. There's an option. <coughs> if he had a bit more legs, he'd certainly overlap. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he just he, get, which is a shame because he'd certainly help Maxi out um, and overlap him. And uh, Andy could put a cross in as well. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Steve says, you know what they say in ice hockey, Paul, put the puck on the goal uh, and good things will happen. Uh, we need to do the same thing. Yeah, we, we, we were always taught in ice hockey to do that. You know, just um, even if a, a clear shot's not on, just send the puck towards the goal and you just never know what might happen, a deflection, a bounce or anything like that. Um, and, and certainly I think we need to start doing that. Just as soon as they get that ball, Billy, around the goal area, just take a shot. Just let it go. Even if they do it once or twice, you know, the defenders, mm. whether they're going to shoot or not, you know. Yeah. By the time we did it, it was too late, wasn't it? Um, and, and and to be honest, Miggy has, was doing it earlier in the season, but teams have sussed that out now and they're closing that, they've closed them, their entries down for him to shoot through. So, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's frustrating. And that little ball in behind the fullback hasn't worked for the last kind of four or five weeks either. The, the right side's redundant, and that's that's where our problems are coming from, I think. Well, the the listen, the, the, any when we put that ball across the trip, yeah, he, he links with Miggy. Um, you know, I thought Longstaff did well first half. He was getting, he was getting forward, uh, but got that nasty injury, and that was it for him. That's that's why he had to come off. Um, and the thing is, you can see what's going to happen because Trippier does the overlapping for Miggy to get the cross in. But most of the time, that is read by the defenders because they know Miggy's not going to cross on his right. And and when Miggy pulls it back, it gets their defence back into formation. Not just Man United's, but all of them. We need a plan B. And the plan B is not there at the moment. And I think that's where this is going to test Eddie Howe. This is where he needs to come up with something different, Alex. Well, we don't. We just don't have any more technical depth. It just doesn't exist. Um, this is who we are. Um, I, you've got to remember that we are creating those chances. So yeah, as, are, as Billy yeah. pointed out earlier, we're in a bit of a phase where we're creating the chances and it's just not working. And also we're having a, we're, we're letting in a few... Uh, and I can't remember what word you used, but we're letting in a few more goals than we, than we should really be doing. It's just sort of mm. goals where we're losing focus. So that doesn't happen forever. So there will be a point, whether it's against City or, or the next game, where stuff does start hitting the back of the net a bit more and we stop making so many defensive errors. You know, we don't have that depth. I mean, I was thinking about this um, today, about how, you know, Man United can just swap Anthony for Sancho or for, for this. You know, they've got Ericsson, Van der Beek, yeah. Martial, who aren't even fit at the moment. The depth mm. is incredible. You know, you look at Man City and stuff, Oh, it's oh, Mares isn't working. Oh, we'll bring Grealish off the bench. You know, we we literally we just don't have that. And it's for anybody saying we we made a mistake in January. No, we didn't. It's the club's plan because of FFP and how it works. Did they probably want to go and reinforce enough for the top four push and for the final? 
I'm sure they did, but they, they don't want to be hit with a hundred charges like Man City have done. Um, we are where we are. We've got the resources we've got, and we've just got to put up with it, I'm afraid. Um, it's yeah. not nice, but we haven't got the depth. It's it's just what it is. So, it, you know, they'll regardless of whether we won or lost that cup final, there is a big summer anyway, because we've got five or six contracts expiring. They're gearing up mm. for a big summer. So it, the, the yeah. cup final result had no influence on what we're going to do in the summer. No, I don't think it has. I mean, we were always going to spend in the summer, I think. And I think Amanda, you know, in her interview on TalkSport this morning, pretty much said that. Yeah. Um, look, we know these owners uh, do not like coming second. We know that. They don't like losing. And they will do what they can. The chairman was there yesterday sitting with Amanda. He will have seen the game. He will report back to everybody else and say, look, guys, we're not doing this again. Next time we're at Wembley... We're lifting that trophy. You know, we are not putting this situation again. Uh, I'm excited about what this could bring because I think it's a wake-up call again for a lot of a lot of people to say, look, yeah, fantastic where we are now as a club. We're, you know, Wembley, uh, fifth in the table. Uh, we've still got a lot to fight for this season. The season isn't over because we are in the position we are and we will keep pushing until it's mathematically impossible to finish any higher. Uh, we will keep going. And, and that's what it's all about. It's, it's, it's all about how we respond to this. My worry is, you know, we pick a couple of injuries up, but squad depth's not there. Um, well, but again, like that. Alex has just said. Midfield, though. So you, Longstaff definitely went off injured, did he? Yeah, yeah. 100%. He got a horrible... Change. No, no, he was hurt. That, that tackle by Fred was awful, well, by the way. Willard yeah. looks and injured. It, 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 yeah, he does. I agree. So Willock, yep. Longstaff and Bruno possibly not fit or not 100% for the next game. So that leaves us with Joe Linton and Anderson. Minus six mm. goal difference. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe Linton, Anderson, Matt Ritchie. There's your three midfield. three I want to see. Well, you know, we'll just have to wait and see how training goes this week and, and how they respond. Look, we know I mean, Bruno can bounce back. I mean, Longstaff did, did weren't limping or anything, but it was a it was a terrible tackle, and Fred had always been. I just think way. I just think it would have gone, you know, when he came off at half time, Billy, it had tightened up and uh, and been very very difficult to to to. Plus, you never know. It, it you know the physio could have said to Eddie Howe, look, if he goes out there and runs on this all for forty five minutes, he's going to do worse. It's going to get worse, and he'd be out longer. Um, but we hope he responds and gets back quickly. Uh, Scott B, thank you for your four ninety nine super chat. Uh, he says, Mickey kills our attack, never puts a cross in, uh, but I'm still proud of the lads. Uh, absolutely, Scott. Um, look, we've said it for weeks now about Mickey cutting back and, and not being able to play the ball on his right foot. But how long does he persist with it, Alex? We does he take Mickey out That's and put out? Well, we got Gordon, mate. I'd play Gordon. Gordon there. could, yeah. Gordon could. I mean, I mean, so from a tactical perspective, if you're running as the winger and you know, you've got Callum Wilson plus someone else running into the box. If you play that first time right-footed cross in, you know, the defenders might not be, you know, they're running backwards while trying to mark, while trying to ready themselves to jump for the header. It's a very difficult thing to do. So, whereas if you compare that with the way we cross from the right-hand side, which is not that, it is slow it down, let the defenders all get set and stand in the box, then give it to Trippier, then the cross comes in. All the defence is set yeah. and ready to have a physical battle with whoever we've got in the box 
So yeah, we need we need somebody who can do both. To be fair, I mean, I don't know why I don't see why Gordon couldn't do both. He's quite technically good enough to sort of cut inside or give it to Trippier mm. or have a, a cross yeah, himself. Yeah. So we could yeah. just do with maybe two or three times a match that first time cross coming in with the right foot uh, before the defenders have set themselves. Um, you know, because Wilson's in Wilson's defence. He didn't. He didn't get given a lot yesterday, really. I know he's not doing much with what oh, he's getting, Alex. I, I but think it's not a lot. It's straws um, in it. Uh, I think. Yeah, but if you, if you go and look I, at some I, of the goals he used to score, we've we've changed a lot of the way we provide service to him. A lot of the way. Um, maybe and, you know, maybe when you think about the strikers we've got in the squad, none of them are doing very well. No, no, Wood was doing terribly. Callum Wilson is now struggling. Isak is also struggling. Um, it feels like a system problem. Yeah. Are, look, are all I three of he, them the problem? or Probably not, no. It... But look, you look at Isak coming on yesterday, though, and he just looks so much more What's agile. Striker, and though, uh, uh, No, uh, I don't think he's an out-and-out striker. I really don't. I think that position that he came on yesterday behind the striker suited him. Because he was able to to get the ball and force the defenders back because Wilson was there, so he Isak's not the last man to run at the defenders. Wilson makes a run, pulls the defenders away, which means Isak can turn and run with the ball. But again, the final delivery wasn't there yesterday. But I thought Isak, you know, really changed the game for us on for an attacking sense. He, he was he was excellent. It made space um, and, and, and excite someone. Yeah, and then, you know. I mean, there is there, so is, there to... is a case. There is a case if we are going to change system to try McGee in the ten, ten roll. There is a case for it. That is his position after all. I mean, is possibly. It... But who would you want there, Miggy or Isak? This is true. But I was thinking Isak would play ahead of him because I don't think Wilson can play Saturday. Absolutely not. Well, again, these are these are the decisions is, that uh, Mister Howe has paid the big bucks for. Is Miggy a ten? I don't... Well, he was in America, but... wasn't he? Well, yeah, I just I... hope Miggy hasn't had his swan song this season and that's it for him. Uh, I've seen a few people in the comments tonight saying that, you know, he had that, you know, glowing bit of form before Christmas and now he's, he's gone back to old Miggy. Um, I don't understand how, th- this is my point of view. I don't understand how, a, how an international footballer like Miggy can play on each wing and not have a right foot. Why is he not in training stopping back or asking the physio or, or why the coaching staff aren't drilling it into him to use his right foot. Where is, where is it? It, 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 it there's no excuse. There is, is no excuse to why he's one. not got a right foot. He's not. He's not no, he's no, he's not. Again, I didn't, I didn't want to wind Keith Downey up with the journalist things, but it would, the problem is, is it's quite an antagonistic question for a journalist to ask Eddie Howe and you don't want to upset Eddie Howe. But I feel like it's at this point, surely someone's got to ask it. Someone's got to ask that question. Um, Listen, Alex, why half an hour of training session a day, can they not work with Miggy just to knock it past the defender and keep getting him to whip it in on his right foot? Keep doing it. We we need someone to ask Eddie Howe, don't we? Because we're not going to know. We need somebody to ask the the coaching staff. Yeah, 100%. 
Um, Billy, this is an interesting one. Uh, Callum says, Cher definitely should have been taken off yesterday. Uh, he looked out of it for quite a while. Given how serious we know brain damage can uh, we can be, we need to do better. Now, I did notice, Billy, when Callum, when um, Cher came back on, Botman immediately went over to him. And yeah. I got the impression that Fabian Cher didn't even know where he was. Because he was, yeah, he was great. looking at the, he was, he wasn't even looking where the ball was. He was looking at the far corner where the Newcastle fans were into the yeah, sky. And I said to Andy next to me, I says, he doesn't seem to know where he's at. No, and that was a concern. You. I agree. I agree. I, I felt that he was worse than what we usually see him um, when he's been down with his head before, and he's took loads of them this year. Let's be honest, not it could be a combination oh, of all the ones he's taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What he took yesterday. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I really hundred percent agree because. 20 minutes after that, he didn't have a clue where he was. He was at fault for, in my opinion, he was partly at fault for both of the goals. Mm. Um, didn't have a clue where he was. Second half, he was a lot better, but yeah, I think it's because it, it was just one. strange, Billy. Because Botman, I mean, <coughs> Alex, you saw it as well. You know, Botman went over to him, had a long chat yeah, with him, his arm round, and then, didn't he, and yeah, to... and then Botman looked back to our bench and shouted something over. So, I, I don't know what he said, uh, but Botman was obviously concerned because. Given, I mean, we could all see Fabian share. It wasn't like he was miles away. He just didn't seem to know where he was, and he was looking into the into the stands at the Newcastle fans. Well, and I, I generally think he didn't have a clue where he was. Yeah. It, it's a worry how many blows he does take to the head, though. In fairness, because you're right, Billy, he has took a hell of a lot this season. Um, and uh, you know, it comes to the point where you know how many do you let him keep taking before you just uh, say well enough's enough for you let him just have a bit of time out here because he can't keep taking bangs on the head like this and and, and keep getting away with it but i was concerned for him yesterday because i really didn't think oh. he he actually knew where he was uh sophia says i thought it was a lovely touch seeing amanda kiss every player and coach on the cheek after the game uh, i bet the execs have big plans going forward uh, yeah, I mean, look, it was a lovely touch, and, and it's something you'd probably expect from Amanda because she's she's that type of person, and, and we've seen that since they've been here. Um, the, the the sort of gratitude she has for the the players' effort and things like that. And like I say, uh, I applauded the players off. You know, the, the came rounds behind the goal, thing, or well, in front of the goal. Uh, I stood there until they they walked. Eddie made them walk off and watch the the, the lifting of the trophy. I um I clapped them because. Yeah, I'm disappointed we didn't take our chances. But at the same time, I'm proud of the effort because, like I said earlier, 2-0 could have turned into 3-4-5 and it didn't. Uh, and if anyone was going to score a goal in the there, second half... Yeah, but if anyone was going to score in that, that second half, Alex, it was us. Yeah, We no, looked a dangerous team uh, until, obviously, the last 10 minutes where we pressed uh, the Man United got a couple of breaks. But, you know, apart from that, I thought we were the, we were the more likely team to score in the second half. The, lad, the lads deserved a round of applause. They deserved a clap. Everybody, to be fair, even the ones who had a bad game on the day, because ultimately it's an EFL knockout competition and we're the se second best team in the entire knockout competition. So mm -hmm. that's a, an, an incredible achievement and they deserve a clap for it. So regardless of whether the certain players play poorly on the day, um, it's still a damn sight more than we've done in 20 years. So they, they deserve something for it. Yeah. Um, elite says uh, currently we lack players with elite mentality uh, yet yeah, look that is a good point to make because uh, you look at you look at Bruno you know he, he's won the well he's, he's, he's an international he's got the, the, the elite mentality Botman's won a title 
he knows what it's like to win a title. Uh, Trippier's been there, done it in La Liga, won the title there. There is some elite mentality players there, but we also have players from the Ashley era that don't have that elite mentality because we've never had the opportunity to have it. You know, these players are entering realms that they've never been in before because the club was so poorly managed last time. We didn't have any ambition. We've got such a mishmash of players, haven't we? I think that was the big Mm. difference between the two teams, if I'm perfectly honest. That was the main difference. And I just thought Man United managed the game better than we did. And I thought there were masses of dark arts as well. Uh, the way they defended second half, they, they were putting their body on the line. And, you know, I just thought at, at the times where they wanted to, they just stepped up a gear and scored and managed the game from there and just defended the lead. It was, uh, considering they were fatigued, I thought they managed the game pretty well, actually. And I don't like to give them yeah. credit, but that's the only bit of credit I will give them. That comment Look, again it, about it, January, it's a plan. It's a, we, we, yeah, don't, we don't want yeah. charges against us for breaking FFP. They're trying to obviously do it the right way. We've clearly got the money and we're going to get the sponsorships. If it was doable, they would have just done it in January. And they didn't because it's obviously not possible yet. So they're going to do it in the summer. Like, it's not that they didn't want to. They're not stupid. They, they're they going to do everything they can to win. Um, they're a lot more intelligent than us. They've got a, a huge, probably, team of, of executives making this decision that are far more skilled than us. Um mm. If, they, if, if there was a possibility of us not breaking rules and bringing in lots of talent in January to win this final and get top four, of course they would have done it. Of yeah, course they would have yeah. done it. Uh, by the way, with regards to next season, um, I know we're all, you know, saying about Saudi Airways and stuff like that, Saudi Air or whatever it is. Keep your eye on Aramco. Keep you know your eye on Aramco. That's all I'm saying. Um, anyway, uh, moving swiftly on because we're not in the know. Um, uh, Space Bar says, What happened in the final has <laughs> exactly, Billy. Uh, what <laughs> happened in the final has been happening for weeks. I just said, Keep your eye on a Ramco, just keep your eye on it. I didn't say anything else, I just said, Keep your eye on it. Um, the, you know, the, the, the you know, you can keep your eye on it on the Formula One banners because it's all over the bloody place when you watch the cars zipping around the track. Uh, so you can keep your eye on it there. Uh, enough said. Um, right, before we go into the, uh, uh, obviously, the all-important player ratings, uh, on that same subject, have anybody seen the Chronicles player ratings for the, yesterday? Somebody gave Dan Burn a seven, didn't they? Indeed. Uh, <laughs> one of the better players for Newcastle. Um, I, I, listen, I know he didn't play too badly, but he was no, no. Um, uh, on on sofa score, I, I, he's the lowest rated NUFC player with a five point seven. I'll well, give him a nine. <laughs> Billy, I would have I would have cut you off immediately. Uh, Steve says, uh, as a West Ham fan, I would say Ashby is a very good prospect, uh, but not sure he's ready yet to be a regular Premiership player. Yeah, yeah, you guys, Steve, were were disappointed, of course, when you lost him. Um, we saw a lot of. Uh, Reaction from the West Ham fans saying, what the hell are we selling this kid for? Uh, because he's got a, a huge future. Um, hopefully, hopefully he has. Um, Alan says, uh, would Paul be up for giving the team talk at half time? Might get them going more. Mate, I have thought about that many times. Uh, I'm, listen, <laughs> so I would. I'd love to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's a given. Uh, look, I, I, everybody has their different ways of doing things. Listen, you're not telling me Eddie doesn't lose his temper in the dressing room because I know for a fact he does. 
Um, and he will he will give it to the players if it's needed to be done. But when you're going two nil down in a cup final at Wembley and you're not actually playing too bad, you know it's not a case of going in there, Alex, and screaming your head off, is it? Yeah. Well, what what's he going to say? You you you've got more of the ball. You're creating good opportunities. Keep keep doing that. Then the two goals were unfortunate and a lack of focus. So just concentrate. Like, we, we, what what did we really realistically? The goals were not really the fault of of nine or ten of the players. So you can't have a go at most of the team for the goals that we conceded, and we were creating some good opportunities. They just needed we needed to be a bit more clinical. So you've just got to try and get the the lads back into. It just makes your job is to try and make sure that the heads don't drop because you are two 0 down. So I think it's more of a motivation thing. Um, in a cup final, you, you know, you can't imagine what's going through these these players' minds. So Eddie's job is to just try and keep them focused on the job at hand, do what they've been trained to do, what is habitual, what the, what they've done a thousand, ten thousand times. Try and get in in the, in the net and get back in the game. Um, yeah, Eddie Howe talks a lot about trying to keep it simple. There's no point in overcomplicating stuff pre-match yeah. and half time because you can't be given so much technical advice. When the lads are of it, you know, there's adrenaline, they're tired, there's emotions. Yeah. You know, they, they will play, have done all the, that those playing, in training. The, yeah, those players after that match were hurting. And yeah. I looked at Botman and Cher in particular. Bruno uh, was visibly upset, um, but Botman was devastated. He needed consoling. Cher had to be consoled. But I don't see this as a bad thing. No, because I think it was you that uh, use it. I think you said it last night, Alex. Hopefully they will use this hurt and Eddie mm. will 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 use it and say to them, look how much that hurt. You think how much mm. better this is going to be when we finally lift the trophy and think what the fans are going to think of you and use it as a, as a, as a motivation rather than anything else. Yeah. You know, you, you can turn that hurt into a good motivation. Uh, and I think I that's what they've got to try and do. And nobody will learn more than Eddie Howe himself. That was his first first cup final Absolutely. yesterday. He'll know yeah. how to be how yeah. to treat things differently next time. But let me just go back to the game management point, and I'll use this is the, the, the best example I can give. If Kieran mm-hmm. Trippier had got booked in the fifth or sixth minute yesterday, Man United would have fed Marcus Rashford the ball all day long uh, to go at Trippier, yeah. knowing that he couldn't tackle. Dallow got booked fifth or sixth minute, tenth minute, whatever it was. Maxi Hard had the ball after that. It was it was ridiculous. We didn't feed him more and more yeah, and more I and more. That. Yeah, I but mean, again, it's system. Had, we don't play to the left side, do we? We don't but get the ball time and time absolutely, again. Absolutely, absolutely, Billy. And, and he, he he had Dallow on toast early doors, and that's why you know he, he really did. And I have a feeling that's why he was taken off because I think Ten Hag probably thought as well. he's coming off. He, he's going to get sent off because he knew that Maxi had the beating of him every time. Maxi could either go outside or inside. And Dallow didn't know which way he was going. And that caused Dallow a serious problem. Juan Basaka comes on and just mm, he was you know, bosses it. I mean, he was he was awesome. Um, but, but, you know, we're, we're a passing to, you know, every time it goes from Cher to Botman to Burn, cut the Burn one out, go straight to Max from Botman. And then he's yeah, got one on him. Completely on the yellow card. And then he gets yeah. sent off, who knows. But I mean, we got, we got three out of their back four book last night. We were doing, that's good. It means we were doing the right thing. We just needed to do mm. more. It, 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 yeah. Um, 
Absence whenever a result goes against us, people lose the plot. We are on the right path, and Eddie is doing the right things with selections and tactics. Anyway, well, is he though? Not a, what, is not a one off, is it? Is I, it I don't think it, no. So we've conceded. I mean, it's not like we're losing with heads. Abs. It, it, it's for me, it's a missed opportunity. I said that earlier in the show. I think we've missed an opportunity to win a trophy yesterday because of not taking our opportunities, which has been going on for a length of time now. It's not just. It didn't just happen yesterday. Yes, we're talking about yesterday's game. But it's a build-up to it. that The same things we witnessed yesterday have been happening now for a number of weeks. And, and that's what needs to be put right. So, uh, yes, we're on the right path, Abs. There's no doubt about that. Of course we are as a football club. No doubt. You're right about that. Um, but so the tactics, I'm not so sure about. I think he needs to... He needs to show that he can adjust them and maybe play maybe a different formation uh, and and bring other things into the game rather than being too uh, stagnant with this 4-3-3 where other teams are working us out. But I, I totally agree with you on the right path. There's no doubt. You, how can we not be on the right path from where, we, where we've come from? It, of course I it disagree. is. I think it's personnel. It's personnel. We're conceding every week. We've now started conceding two goals on the trot, we you know two weeks in a row, two goals we've conceded. At what point do you change the back four personnel? Fair enough, they were the best defense in the league. I mean, I think they still are technically, but it, we've been conceding tons recently. Uh, fair enough, Pope might make a difference, but compared, obviously, we will, we will make a difference. But you know, how long do you persist yeah. with the back four? How many more goals do we concede before we change the back four? True. Uh, Ian Chilvers says, uh, play through the middle, feed Callum on the ground. Well, we did a few times yesterday, Ian, and it just bounced off him. Uh, he, 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 he either held it up and then passed it to a Man United player or they just knocked him off the ball, which isn't Callum Wilson. Something is not right with him. Um, and, you know, we, we'll probably never know, um, but we, we can see it on the pitch that it's just lacking something in, in, in belief. Uh, anyway, it's time to move on to the player ratings now because uh, we've been babbling on for an hour and a quarter about the game. Uh, so let's uh, let's turn the attention now to uh, to the player ratings. And we'll start off with Lorius Carius. Uh, we'll start with you, Billy. Well, second goal aside, and even that's questionable, really, because he was trying to cover the first shot. Um, I thought he had an excellent game, I'll be honest with you. Mm. Uh, I thought his distribution was great. We don't know what his communications like with the back four. If Pope would have been in goal, would he have arranged the defence better for the first goal? We'll never know. Um, but I thought for a man that hadn't played for two years in a competitive game, I thought he was outstanding. But because it was a cup final, because the second goal's kind of his, kind of his fault, maybe. Partly his fault, certainly. I'm going to give him a seven. Yeah, I, I'm giving him a seven as well. I thought, look, I watched him in uh, in warm-up and um, when he was pinging the ball out uh, in, in warm-up, he was hitting the target every time, whoever he was passing to. Um, and I thought, yeah, you know, we've got somebody who is, is, is willing to distribute the ball well. I thought he did it well. Um, yeah, seven for me. Alex? Yeah, I'll give him a seven as well. You know, he saved three shots from inside the box. Yeah, he had a lot of shots pinged at him, to be fair, and he, he did very well. Uh, I think the, the second goal, I, I don't think that's his fault. I think he sets up and starts the movement for the initial shot. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I'm not... If he if he saves that, that yeah. becomes a world-class save. I'm not expecting our fourth-choice goalkeeper to pull off a world-class save because he's our fourth-choice yeah. goalkeeper. 
Um, so it was straight. It was straight at him, though, Alex. Come on, it was to go through between his arms. I mean, I know he wasn't far away from goal, but it did. It know. did loop though, Billy. I mean, I was right behind it. It did. Yeah, it, it did. You well. saw at the speed and distance to to. It's hard. It, it is hard it, it, to, to readjust. Yeah, it, it's just one of those, isn't it? I mean, that, that's all we can. I think Pope, I think Pope saves that. Things. But again, Pope's our first goal. I, well, think I think Pope, Pope saves it because class, he's taller. So. Yeah, he's taller as well. Remember, guys. So I think Nick Pope is considerably taller than what Carrius is, and I think the deflection Nick Pope just catches. He just catches it's it because there's no base on it. Save it. It's because Pope yeah. is just a world class keeper, and Carrius isn't. Mm. I don't think that's a bad, a bad reflection on Carrius. It's just Carrius is the level he is, and it's not world class. Mm. It's, it is what it is. Uh, what did what score did you give him, Alex? Seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Right, we'll move across to Kieran Trippier. Uh, Alex? I want to give him a seven, but I'm going to downgrade it to a six just because of the poor distribution, uh, not distribution, um, deliveries, set pieces, you know, one cross out of 11 attempted. Um, the rest of the game was better. The rest of his game was all right, but just that mm. is just got to bump it down to a six for me, I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm going with a six as well. I think that's a fair score, Billy. Yeah, I think six is fair. Um, Rashford didn't cause him any trouble, really. Um, you know, he never went past him at all. I thought he defended really adequately, really well. Uh, but the, the, the attacking side of the game's gone for him, isn't it? And he's, that's kind of half of his game for us, so six for me. Okay, we'll move to the other side. Uh, Dan Byrne. Um... Again, I'm giving Dan Burner six. I think he he did okay yesterday. He wasn't he wasn't useless, um, but I just think going forward is the problem. Um, you know, I, I'm fine with his defending most of the time. It's just uh, when Maxi's got the ball and he's getting his head up and he's looking for help. Sometimes Dan Byrne makes a run, but he makes the wrong run because he he runs he doesn't run behind him like a, a normal fullback does in an overlap. He cuts in front of him. And it's not giving Maxi any space to lay the ball off to him or to try and get a, a cross in. Um, so a, a six for me, Billy? No, I think six is fair. Um, and again, I'll, I'll reiterate the fact that he was left on that left flank on his Jack Jones at the end of the game yesterday was, was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we were chasing the game. I just felt that maybe he was the one who should have gone off and Maxi should have had that left wing to himself. We're chasing the game. We might as well have lost three as, 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 as two now. Yeah. Alex? It's, you're going to hate me for this one. I'm going to give him a three. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, it was absolutely shocking for a cup final. He's, he's okay. performed, apart from the Liverpool game, it's the same again. One aerial duel, you're six foot seven, terrible. Two out of 10 ground duels, you are massive. Two out of 10 ground duels in a cup final, not good enough. No dribbles, mm. no crosses, no long balls, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Offered nothing offensively, was really poor defensively, got embarrassed by Anthony. Fair enough, Anthony's a, a technical player, but um, I, I know it hurts because I know Dan Byrne will have tried his best and I know he's a nice oh, bloke. Yeah, no, he's a good footballer. And I'm yeah. sure he tried his absolute best, but I'm rating the performance and I thought it was three out of 10. I don't think I thought it was poor. Well, Mr. Matthews makes a point in the comments saying that, um, you know, Burn is useless at heading. I don't think he's a great header of the ball, actually. For somebody that's mainly a centre-back, I think heading is, is for someone so tall, yeah. heading is one of the weakest Which points of his game. 
doesn't always correlate, does it? I mean, Isak six foot three, very poor in the air. Um, mm. Willock again, I, I think Willock's just under six foot, so he's not small, but I don't think height is always a factor of being good in the air necessarily. Yep. Uh, right, let's move into the centre backs, and we'll start off with uh, Sven Botman, uh, Billy. Uh, yeah, I thought he had a really, really good game. Actually, I didn't, I, again, it, he was under pressure a lot of the time uh, when they were attacking, but he came through with fine colours. His passing was good. Um, it, I felt sorry for him for the for the goal. Uh, obviously, at first they gave it an own goal, but they changed it now to Rashford. So, yeah, I think he, he deserves a seven out of ten. Okay, yeah, uh, seven for me as well. I, I think um, some of his again his cross field balls were, were excellent, both left and right. Uh, he hits him with his left, hits him with his right. Um, I think he he he, he battled with Veghorst very well. Um, obviously, the Nelly come to a bit blows in the second half. I think on the side on the touchline, uh, the two Dutchmen. But I think um, he he was well up for the challenge of Veghorst. So uh, yeah, seven for me, uh, Alex. Yeah, seven. It's, it's very fair. Uh, five out of six aerial duels against Veghorst, who is enormous. I think he's probably the same height as Dan Byrne, 6'6 six, six or 6'7. Six, so five out of six aerial duels against Vegas is incredible. 10 out of 16 long balls, 10 long balls in a final. Excellent. 86% pass accuracy. You know, Rolls-Royce, and he does it. He's Rolls-Royce in a cup final. He's 22 years old. He's, he's a monster. He's brilliant. Um, and I like that he was so frustrated at the loss as well. Um, he's such a top professional. He's, he's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Fabian Cher, we'll start with you, Alex, on Fabian Cher. Right, I, I'm going to give him a three as well. But again, I feel guilty of it because, I, again, how much of this is down to the head injury? How much of it is him making mistakes? I don't know. Mm. Um, so it's difficult to know if the three is, if it's his fault. But again, one out of six long balls you know, compared to Botman's 10. Cher's supposed, supposed to be great at long balls. What one, yeah. not good enough. Um, his, his duels, he was all right with his duels. But again, he was at fault for both goals, in my opinion. And his, he wasn't his usual self. He ran into midfield and got the ball taken off him twice. Um, it's a three, but don't crucify me for that. Because I'm not 100% sure if it was his head injury or if he just had a bad game. Who knows? Mm. We, we can never really uh, know, can we? So, Yeah, very true. Uh, Sean Stevenson says, apparently there were around 3,000 empty seats. Is that correct? Yes, at the Man United end. Um, we, were, we were packed at the Newcastle end. There was no empty seats. Um However, I'm disappointed to hear that some Newcastle fans left at halftime. I, I find that absolutely staggering um, that they it left still looked it, for, it, like, come it wasn't back. noticeable. There was a few empty seats, Alex. I could see from where I was sitting um, oh, okay. when I looked when I, I looked up to level five that there was. Uh, but I, I just thought people go up the toilet. But then you know they remained there. I just found it very bizarre. Uh, but the Man United fans, uh, there was definitely spaces at their end. Um, I'm going to give Fabian Cher five. I'm not going to go. I, I think, you know, his head injury because, and the reason I'm saying this is because of the reaction when he came back onto the pitch uh, of Botman and the fact that we all looked and thought he doesn't even know where he is. And I thought it was very, very strange that they left him on the pitch. I really do. Um, and I just hope Fabian doesn't, uh, doesn't come to regret all these head injuries when he's when he's he's a little bit older because you have to worry about things like that. You know, it happened to me. I, I've ended up with Parkinson's and I, 
you know, although they can't confirm it, I'm literally 100% certain that it was all the concussions that I suffered playing that, that game. Um, and because the concussion protocol wasn't in place when I played, like it wasn't in football. Both sports now have protocols for concussion. And I find it amazing that that wasn't utilised yesterday with, with Cher because something wasn't right. Uh, Billy, uh, your mark for Cher? Well, we all saw what happened with Muhammad Ali, don't we? With, with where Parkinson's mm. is, is concerned. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. There's yeah. definitely a correlation between the two, no doubt about it. Um, I, I thought it was a fault for the first goal. I thought he missed the, he missed Casemiro and he should have he should have closed down their balls and stopped the pass. That being said, he was probably concussed at the time. Uh, I'm going to go in between the two of them because give him a four. Okay. Uh, so that means, on average, he gets a four. <laughs> um Right, into the midfield, we'll start with uh, Bruno. Um, and Alex, we'll start with you on Bruno. Um, I, I, I'll give him a seven. Um, I think there's an argument to be made that to give him an eight. But again, I can't be giving players eights when we're losing a cup final 2-0. I can't go that high. It's got to be a seven. 90% uh, pass accuracy. Just three out of four dribbles, nine ground duels. Just, yeah, yeah. Drew three fouls for us. The foul that he gave away for the goal, I, I don't think it was a foul, so I'm not going to blame him for it. He was everywhere on the pitch. Um, lost the ball a couple of times uh, near near the the uh, sideline. That I was, was frustrated with, but um, yeah, he's he's in the same same sort of bracket as Botman. He's he's you could see both Botman and, and Bruno were both. Very annoyed to lose, very upset to lose, and and they want to win. Um, they're not just sad to lose because it's sad. They're sad to lose because they really, really want to win. Um, said winners. Yeah. So, yeah, seven for Bruno. Yeah, I'm going with the seven as well. I agree. I can't give an eight. Um, you know, I don't think anybody was an eight yesterday. Um, so seven definitely, Billy. Yeah, it's seven. Uh, albeit, I thought he was our best player. Um, but seven. Definitely, um, he was. Yeah, he was, he was typical Bruno. I thought at times. I mean, most of the time actually, we dominated that midfield. And although mm. Casemiro got man of the match, he scored a goal, and he was defensively very, very good. Uh, I, I thought Bruno won the game for, for large periods of it while he was on. Yeah. Um, right, Sean Longstaff. Um, I'm going to give Sean a six. I thought he was. Um, he put himself around again in the first half. I think. Um, getting forward as well, uh, looked his usual self. But obviously, when he got that knock, yeah, he's still running around, but it, it must have been painful. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he did put it in. So I, I'm going to give him a six. Uh, Billy? Yeah, the, the, the look of disbelief on Sean's face when the referee didn't even give him a free kick for that foul from, from Fred, know, which was the yellow card all day long. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, before that, like you say, covered every blade of grass, was up in their faces. Uh, I'll give him a six. Okay, Alex. Yeah, I'll give him a six because I don't think he was on enough to to get any more than that. But he, he better than people think. You know, he he got a, an accurate cross in and a long ball. He got the ball across the face of goal, which Maxi then mm. recycled into a very good chance. You know, he drew. He, well, actually, he didn't draw any fouls. I thought he should have drawn some fouls. It looked like he did, but the ref didn't give him. Um, I thought he was fairly solid. Yeah, he deserves a six. Okay. Uh, and the other midfielder, of course, was Joe Linton. Uh, Billy? Uh, yeah, helped out Dan Byrne an awful lot. Um, um, 
part of the reason why Anthony was so ineffective. He went past Dan Byrne a few times, but Joe Linton covered mm. for him. Uh, and he was a, he was a powerhouse for times in the game. Uh, but I'll give him a six. Yeah. Uh, Alex? Uh, I think I'll give him a seven. Um, I think it's very difficult for him. His role is very split between help with the midfield, but then go and link with Maxi when you can, but also cover Dan Byrne. Like it, his role is so split. Um, and it's it must be hard for him to get any consistency in his own rhythm, in his own game. I, I'd love to see us play a more balanced system so Joe Linton can just have a job, just go do that job because he's got to do, he's just got to do so much. And it's unfair on him, in yeah. my opinion. I think we just need to balance the squad out. Um, but really, really solid. 88% pass accuracy from somebody who's who's always trying to, you know, make things happen. Um, really solid in the duels. It, four shots blocked. He was trying to get shots away. It just wasn't happening. He was one of those trying to pop shots off. He, he recognised that we needed it to happen. Um, yeah, I, I think he's worthy of a seven. I, th- I think he had a... If, if I'm giving Sean a six, I feel like I've got to give Joe Linton a seven because I feel yeah, like I Joe think, Linton I think better. Right. I think um, I'm going to make Greg Moss a seven as well because he was more in the game than, than Sean was. Yeah. So there you go. Sevens across the board because I'm giving him one as well for particularly the reasons, uh, the reasons that Alex mentioned. So uh, seven for Joe Linton. Uh, right. The front three will start off with uh, Miggy Almiron. Um, and I'm going to start this off and give Miggy a four. Um, I don't think he was at it at all. Uh, I think it, it's really now frustrating me when I see the crossing opportunities that we get and we're not getting the ball across. It's the same usual thing. Turn, give it to Trippier, give it back to me, give it to Sean Longstaff, give it to Bruno, give it back to Trippier. And it, it just, no. Uh, so a four for me. Uh, Billy? I'm going to give him a three. Um, I thought he was just a, a bystander to the game. Uh, like you say, nothing really of attacking threat. They did try and get him behind the fullback, but that that's that that route's been closed off now. Teams have seen that, so he's got to do something different. Yeah, he never does. So I'm gonna give him a three. Okay, uh, Alex. Oh, God, I can't give him. I mean, he drew two fouls. I'm trying to think of a reason to give him higher than what you guys have given him. I can't think of one. Um, I think it's got to be a three. At I mean, the end of the yeah, day, the Alex, we've got blocked. to be honest of what we saw. That's know? what I'm trying to be. I'm trying to, give I'm him trying to be honest score, and think yeah. about things. So I, I, I'll give him a three as well. I mean, he, he had a shot blocked and he had his right-footed shot that went over the bar. And then apart from that, um, one cross. He, he, he played Trippier in for the, for the nice cross in the first half. But, you know, there's not, there was nothing else. There was nothing else in a cup final. Um there needs to be more. It wasn't. I think three might be a bit harsh, but I think I'll give him a four. I don't. I don't think you know three was the damn burn performance for me. I think. I think Miggy was better than that, uh, but he still was very poor for him. I'll give. I'll give Miggy a four. Well, he's averaging between two and four in the chat, so you know we're along the same lines with everybody else. Uh, right, the other side, uh, Maxi Billy. I just don't think we utilised him enough at all. You know, in. When he did get get one on ones with with Dallos uh, specifically, he took him to the cleaners and yeah, I just thought we did, again we should have used him way more once he'd been booked. We didn't. Um, yeah. That's not Maxi's fault, of course. Uh, I think seven for Maxi. Okay. Uh, good evening to Mother Stato. Uh, hi lads, great show. 
Uh, good things come to those who wait. It will happen. Uh, I met Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Mother Stato on uh, Saturday night. Uh, she took us for a very nice meal uh, for, for, with me and Phoebe and Alex. And uh, it was absolutely lovely. It, it really wasn't. Uh, thank you again, Jeanette. It was uh, really, really kind of you. Uh, we had a great time. Um, and a, a good laugh as well. It was really, really fun. Uh, so thank you very much for that. Uh, right, Alex, ASM. Um, I mean, it's quite a surprise a few people, but I can't score him as high as Billy. Uh, I think his first half performance was a seven. I thought he was one of the better players on the pitch for us. But, you know, five dribbles, um, could have scored, should have scored, had Dallo on mm -hmm. toast. But then the second half performance um, got in his own head a bit too much. And you know, Burn wasn't helping either, which didn't which didn't help anything. Um, and then Wambasaka just—if you had to make a fullback in a lab that could stop Maxi, you would make Wambasaka somebody who can follow the run is is more physical than him and can just hook round and, and nick the ball off him. Um, he can't play against one, but Wambasaka is the perfect player to stop him, and it just it completely shut him down. Um, so I'm going to give him a. A seven for his first half and a four for his second half. I thought he was poor in the second half. So I'm not sure what we're going to average that out to. I don't know. A five or a six? Yeah. I'll well, I'm nice. going to give we'll him a six. I, I was going to give him a six, but I'm giving him a five for that ridiculous cross that he tried. And he actually nutmegged himself and it went out for a goal kick. Um, so for I don't me, think he was trying to point I think he, I think he just missed it. No, he, he wasn't was trying, trying the Rabona. I'm not, I, God Almighty, if he tried a Rabona and it happened, I would have been infuriated. I just think he went for a, a normal cross and he just got his feet mixed up, uh, because yeah. they were moving that fast. <laughs> um, and it, we'll it, get it back to bonus on his channel, don't we? <laughs> Absolutely, we do, Billy. Shut up, uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> right, uh, we'll go now to Callum Wilson and I'll start Callum off. Uh, and he gets a two. Uh, I thought it was just not for me. Uh, absolutely terrible yesterday. Everything that came to him, he, he seemed to bounce off him. Um, his passing, when he tried to lay the ball off, he was giving it away all the time. Um, and I just thought he was dreadful yesterday. Absolutely dreadful. Not impacted the game at all. As w and, and, and let's not forget... I wanted him in the side. I bigged him up to start the game because I thought he would offer a lot more than what he did, but it just didn't. I don't know what has happened to Callum Wilson. Um, so a two from me. Alex? Yeah, I think I'm going to start trusting myself a lot more now because I listened to Keith Downey. I listened to Henry Winter about mm. certain aspects of our team mm. and I respect their opinion and I respect their decision, but I know that I watch all of our games in detail, I watched them twice. And I, before I was swayed by their opinions, I was really nervous about that. And I should have gone with my, my original gut feeling. You know, Callum Wilson won zero aerial duels. Um, despite the fact that's I was... Not, that's I was, not good enough, that. That is just not yeah, good enough. despite the fact that I would... But we were all convinced into the fact that Wilson deserved to start that final and he would be more yeah. physical. And he wasn't because he didn't win the duels. Um... <laughs> And I again, I respect these people's opinions and decisions, but I'm going to trust my own my own head from now on because uh, does Isak again get zero across a ninety minute a ninety minute period? I, I think Isak gets a lot more than what Wilson would have done if he'd have started. Um, mm. I, I'm not blaming Eddie Howe for that. I think Wilson had to start. I think he's done so much in the last few years that he's earned that final. He's got to play. 
Um, fair enough, but I haven't even given him a rating yet. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to rate him. Uh, I think two's a little bit harsh, but still we've got two key passes. I would have liked to have seen him just... I'm so surprised he just wouldn't let fire. He wouldn't shoot. Alex, and will it... you just give him a bloody rating, man? No. <laughs> I'll give him a three. Sorry, Callum. Okay. Right. <laughs> Billy. Uh, aside from the, the non-physicality of his game yesterday, which he was in the side four, he, yeah. he didn't press much either. He didn't press at all. He just looked a complete passenger in the side. And you can't go into cup finals with passengers. Yeah. I think three is generous. I'm going to give him a two. I really thought he was okay. awful yesterday. Well, I've, and it's I've not, got him up on... Oh, sorry, Billy. Uh, it's not the first time I've given him a two either lately. He, he's clearly not well. Let's say he's, he's suffering from the after effects of whatever illness he had. Because that's not Callum Wilson. And at some stage in the future, he will come good again. I'm or, sure he will or the injuries have just caught up with him, Billy. I mean, I'm, you, you I'm just sure sometimes yeah, it's a possibility, though. That there is many possibilities as to why he's dropped in form. <laughs> well, he's not actually been injured, has he? So, you know, it's, he was okay before the World Cup and he's not been injured since. And he came back from there with an illness. So I'm, I'm going to say it's the illness. Mm. I, I just think he will come good again eventually. But I'm not sure he's going to be at the club next season, if I'm honest. Well, next season, okay. Mm -hmm. Then if he is, it'll be third choice, third choice. I've got his heat map up here on Sofa Score, and the the brightest red is the center circle, which well, is quite speaks concerning. Volumes. Speaks volumes. That's really concerning. Kickoffs, then basically. Yeah. Well, well three okay. kickoffs. Let's move on to the substitutes. Uh, of course, Isak uh, played forty-five minutes yesterday, and I'm giving him a seven. Um, I thought he ran with the ball brilliantly. It just uh, again, like so much of our play, it just died in the last uh, last area. Billy, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, get this lad facing the goal, and he's a threat to any defense. Who, no matter who it is, uh, seven out of ten, and, uh, and absolutely. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure he's a striker. I'm not sure he's a striker though. No, yeah, Alex. Yeah, I'll give him a, a seven as well. Um, I do think. It, you know, Billy. Billy was the first to notice this, and all I can—it's all I can see now. He's—he's he's brought it to my attention. Is the physicality's not there? Zero out of four duels from Isak, um, which is really, really strange because he's—he's not a small guy. Um, mm. But for, for seven, purely because of what you guys have just said, just so positive. Everything's so positive when he's got the ball. Um, we need to get him in the side. He's got to start. He's got to start every week now. Uh, interesting. Uh, uh, Joe Willock was the next one on, I think, wasn't he? Um, so, uh, Joe Willock, um, I'll give him a five. I don't think he, he impacted the game very much. I think I still think he's injured, uh, couldn't impact the game at all. Alex, I'll give him a three as well. I think if I'm giving Dan Burn okay. a three, Willock deserves a three again. I yeah. think you've got to take it with a pinch of salt, it might not be his fault, he might still be injured. He, he didn't he look like he wanted to race against Wan-Bissaka. There were a couple of times no. where there was a bit of a, a bit of a gap and he could have put his foot down and he, he didn't want to. You could see he didn't want to open yeah. up because he was scared about getting injured. Um, yeah. I'll give him a three, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a nice three because I think he's just injured. It's not his fault. So, yeah. Billy? Yeah, shouldn't have been in the squad. Absolutely should, have, should not have been in the squad. There was no way on God's earth that he was anything more than... 60% fit. Um, as Alex said, after five minutes of being on, he looked absolutely gone. He'd basically gone. 
he couldn't put any 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 weight on the leg to sprint. I think four's I think four's a good good score for him because I thought he was really another one, another passenger when he came on. Okay. Um who was next? Murphy. Murphy. Um I'm gonna give him a six simply because he 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 had a shot. Um and I think he did okay when he came on actually. Um he looked he looked very positive, was one of the few who wanted to try on goal, so he gets a six from me, Alex. I'm going to give him a seven. Um, obviously, we know he's not the most talented player in the world, but he came on for 12 minutes. He won four out of five ground duels. He intercepted the ball once and got us back into attack. He drew two free kicks for us in the dying minutes, which is it could have been goals. Um, he had the pot shots. He had two shots off target, completed both of his dribbles, uh, didn't give the ball away once. Well done. You know, he, he came on and he did as much as he possibly could have done in a cup final to try and influence the game. Um, so I'll give him a seven. Jordi Howey, man, it makes a good point there as well, saying that he, he tracked back and saved two, uh, yeah. two, uh, two and ones. So he did he did do that as well. Uh, Billy? If we're assessing just the performance, then that little mm. 12 minutes was a seven. I thought he was possibly even more. But again, I'm not going to give anybody higher than a seven in a game that we yeah. lost 2-0. So fair enough. Billy? I loved Jacob Murphy when he, when he came on, Jacob Murphy. I absolutely loved what he did. Um, the effort he put in, chasing back Anthony and catching up with him and taking the ball off him and then getting us on the front foot straight away. And uh, he's a definite seven for me. Even though he was on the pitch for 12 minutes, I thought he was absolutely fantastic for the 12 minutes he was on. Chasing a losing cause as well, uh, but not giving up and giving 200% effort. Yeah, if that's possible, it's not possible, but you know what I'm saying. He, he was yeah, superb. Definitely. I think he epitomised what we've had this season, you know, that the, mm. uh, the squads have this season. I thought the effort he put in and the, and the actual effects of it and the shot too was 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 really unlucky. So yeah, I'll definitely give him a seven. I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, uh, we're not going to read uh, Richie and Anderson. They simply weren't on long enough. Um, uh, Richie did put in one brilliant cross, however, uh, which we made point of yeah. in the show. It's worth pointing out he had two touches and he made that chance with his with his only yeah. two touches. So you know, well done for yeah. that. Uh, get him at left back on Saturday uh, or Sunday, whenever it is. Um, right. Uh, and finally, Eddie Howe. Now, this is going to be interesting. Um, Alex, we'll start with you on Eddie Howe. I mean, for the for the for the game, I, I don't like this burn in the system, but that's just personal preference. If I'm just if I'm just assessing him on the game. Um, I'm going to give him a six. You know, I thought he made the the right substitutions. Again, he's hamstrung into a lot of the changes he's got to do. Um, I liked that he mixed it up at half time. I thought, you know, and he explained himself post match. We're in a cup final. Let's get Isak on. Let's let's try and make more happen. Get back into the game. The two goals that we conceded, I don't think were his fault. It wasn't a coaching issue. You know, we we didn't concede because of a tactics problem. Share just got knocked out. Like it's just unfortunate. So, um, but then part of his it is part of his fault that we're not scoring. Maybe we need to shoot more. I'll give a six. I don't know what you guys think. Uh, I'm giving them a five. Um, he needs to start adapting. Um, and and Julie Jay's made the point as well in the comments. Uh, quite a few people have actually. We need to try something different. You know, try a four two three one. 
uh, or something different to mix it up a little bit and cause problems to the opposition. You, you can't change We're it for the predict- final, surely. Well, Alex, if he changes, you can the when you're two nil down. For- you can when you're two nil down. Yeah, yeah, right? That's fair. We're not. Well, he did change. The that's system what I'm saying. Two nil down. He did. Well, to a point. He literally but did look, exactly what you said. Yeah, but he still goes with these inverted wingers time and time again. He doesn't swap them over. He, he's so stubborn when it comes to the inverted wingers. I and I don't understand with you and anybody that says that. You can't expect a manager to rip up the playbook and play a brand new system for a cup final. And then if he loses that, he gets crucified. <coughs> he has to play what they've been trying. You can't. But it hasn't it worked the last few weeks. That's what I'm saying. It hasn't worked. And when you're 2-0 down in a cup final, swap your wingers over so they're on the right foot to get crosses into the box to try and score. Again, I disagree. It wasn't working at the start of the season and then it, it started to work. Uh, at the beginning of this, after Forest, we couldn't we couldn't win after Forest. And everyone was How like, many oh, crosses has Miggy put working. in that's let the goals, Alex? How many crosses has Miggy put in that's let the goals? Now, that's far too specific. I'm on about generally... Uh, no, but no, I'm saying when you 2-0 down in the cup fight. Doesn't make sense. 2-0 down, 2-0 down. We're on about I'm signaling both sides. Yeah, the, the play fight. them, swap them over for the last half an hour. Do something different. Yeah, but he did. Maxi went on the right for like 10 minutes. Miggy came over as well. They They were all over the place trying to make things happen. You can't expect the manager to rip up the playbook and start a new a new system from minute one in the cup final. Absolutely I'm not saying not. minute one. I'm saying he doesn't adapt in games either. He does not. He, he, he did, did not change those wingers over, Alex. He did. Maxi, Maxi was, he was right over there. No, he was over the right because he was he was over there for a, a set piece or whatever it was. He didn't he didn't swap with Miggy. He really didn't, mate. Mid- and that's Miggy what, that's what annoys me. Twice as well. And how many crosses did come in? None. We're not good enough. When something has got to change when it comes to getting the ball in the it box. Might do and that now, is, though. It might do well, from maybe, now. From now, but I'm saying about this game, and I think it's a five because it we didn't adapt enough. But it's a healthy debate you, to you have. You give him a five. I'm just saying you can't, you can't say it's wrong that the manager's not changed everything for a cup final. You can't. You've got to do no, what you've coached. I'm not. The lads I'm not saying at final. the beginning of the game. I'm. I'm giving it on during the final when we're two 0 down. I think the team selection to to yesterday was fine in my opinion. However, when things don't go right, change it. Do something. You do can't something make that many to, changes to... mid game. Well, you're in a cup final. You can't simply say right. You and you swap. You cross more. You shoot more. You can't give that. But you're in a cup, in cup final, final, Alex. Exactly. You're two nil down. You may as well. Paul, you can't. You may as well lose four nil than two. No, I'm you not miss... having it. You you can't have Look, that many instructions in a cup final, mate. You have got to play a game. You can't. You can't. No, I do think a you can. You can change the wingers. You can change the wingers. Yeah, you can change the wingers, but you can't go in it, so much. But it depth didn't in a cup happen. Final. But it didn't happen. You may as well lose four nil than two nil in a cup final. You may as well but have a chance to go for it. Doesn't make sense. You you can't implement all of those changes mid game in the second half of a cup final. It's too late. You can with it. I'm you not can't. saying all changes, Alex. I'm talking about the wingers what, here. Ah, well, that's not change what we're them about. over. If you're about just the wingers. If you're about just the which wingers, I have yeah, been you could have done that. I've meant that's all. I've mentioned the wingers. I mentioned anything else. 
Play them on the opposite side for half an hour. Give them a good go. Not 10 minutes. Give them I'm, a good I'm go. Not gonna, I'm not going to criticise the coaching staff for sticking to what they've done all season. Because Sticking to things change, that haven't worked for the last few weeks, Alex, in fairness. But we've still been putting up worked. the XG and putting in good performances. Have we? Good performances. We were good against Liverpool without an extra man. Uh, well, we'll agree to disagree, but, you know, that's what it's all about, is opinions. Um, Can I just go back to the it's, start It's the not bickering, Andrew. It's not bickering. It's just a difference of opinions. People are allowed them. Right, that's what it, that's healthy debate. This is integral. This is integral here. At the start of the season, we went on a run of form where it wasn't working, and then mm. we started battering everybody. And all of a sudden, everybody forgot about that bad run of form. None of you, me, these two, nobody can suddenly say it's not going to start working next week. We don't know that. We don't have a crystal ball. No, we don't. It no, might don't. start going well again because we are creating the opportunities. So, no, it might go terribly or it might go well because it's we've already done it once this season where we went on a crazy good run of form because we were actually hitting our XG and everything was going in. So, you know, and he, he might have just been hoping... You know, we got two XG against Liverpool, didn't score. We'll carry on and it might work in the cup final. And now we've lost the cup final. Now maybe he might make changes to the system. Or maybe he's just going to persist and hope it. we just get out, play ourselves out of the slump. Who knows? Mm. Uh, by the way, all the comments coming in saying I'm shouting, I'm not. It's just that I have no voice. Uh, so I have to try and raise to actually get vocals out of my mouth because uh, my throat is knackered from yesterday. Um, so I ain't shouting, Alex. It's just a healthy debate. Um, I still love him. We are just different opinions in it. That's fine. That's what a debate, that's why no, it's right. called it, uh, shut your face. Um, so, yeah. Um, look, there's people saying they agree with me. There's people saying they agree with Alex. That is exactly what this debate is all about. People will agree to disagree. Simple as that. Billy, say something. Stop shaking your head. Oh. Just get on with it. I don't know Let how it you go. agree with your point. See, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Well, make a lot of people oh, are. Let, let me a speak. lot of people are. Turn. Let me have my turn here because we played a side that played and virtually the same side played against Barcelona on a Thursday. Now, it seems common sense to me that we stretch that pitch as, as wide as we possibly can, make it as big as we possibly can. And by doing yeah. that, we'd have, we'd have probably won the game. And I think if we mm. change the wingers over, it does that 100%. Because they stick to the, the touchlines and get across in with the right foot. Even for 20, 25 minutes of the, of, the, of the game. And second half was, was, was set up for them to do that for the full half. They had to. But they should have done. They should have, mm. they should have stretched that pitch as big as it could have got and have the wingers hugging that touchline and, and, and forcing the players out and creating space in the middle. We didn't do that. I think Eric Tan Hag totally outcoached Eddie Howe yesterday, if I'm perfectly honest. I think he, he managed the game. He's got a better players course he has. Uh, but tactically, mm. I thought he, he gave uh, Eddie Howe a bit of a masterclass yesterday. Uh, I'm going to give Eddie Howe a four. Interesting. Um, Paul Tully, thank you for the £5 super chat. Uh, Paul is right. Ferguson did it with Giggs and Beckham. We played okay against Liverpool, uh, but had the same issues of creating chances. Um no, we created the, the end chances, of the day. we just didn't put them in the net. We did create the chances. Not good chances, though, were they? That's, but apart from that, that weren't one. I don't think yeah. De Gea had a save to make, did he? Uh, De Gea had to save mm. Maxi's shot in the first half. And, and Joe Linton had a looping header in the I top corner yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So there were a couple, to be fair, that were reasonably good chances. Yeah. But there you go. You know, <laughs> Alex has his opinion. I have mine. Billy has his. It's as simple as that. Alex will always believe he's right because he's the stat man. And, you know, that's fair enough. Um, uh, Ab says, Paul and especially Billy are talking out of their rears. Uh, well, why Abs? Why am I talking or Billy talking out of his rear? Um, it's an opinion. Could I comment on what Billy said as well? Yeah. If I agree with what you said, but how do we know that the instruction wasn't to try and stretch the pitch and the players just couldn't execute it properly? Because when you play plays on inverted wingers, they're going to come inside every time. So that's not stretching the pitch, too. Because that side of the pitch isn't being used because they're coming inside every time. He's right, Alex. You can't go wide when you're inverted yeah, and you're sense. cutting in all the time. You know what I mean? It just, it's just something I'd like to see for, for, for a long time is see how they play on the other wings just for half an hour. Just I so we can see a little bit half. of a difference. Hold a second, Arthur. Well, maybe yeah, but, but I, I, st I still I still admire the fact. I that agree he didn't with you, Alex. Too much, because yeah, you know, I, look, if, look, if, if he'd changed too much and we lost yeah, the final, yeah. we would all be sat here saying, "Well, we've played inverted wingers all season. Why has he yeah. changed it for the cup final?" And yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we but would I, also I, 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 two down. be the way. One, one, you know. Once we were two down, now, Alex, so yeah. we should we should have done it. Um, I agree with you, Alex. I agree with you 100%. I don't think he should change much for a cup final. I, I, I understand. The only point I'm making is try something different with the wingers because, straight, like Billy says, stretching the pitch and, you know, when you've got them inverted, they're going to... It's it's in the mindset they're cutting on the good foot. They're going to do that. It's it's just... That's a natural instinct when you've got a good left foot like Miggy has. He's always going to want to use it. And he, ha he has no confidence on his right foot. But maybe just try him. Try him on the left-hand side and see how Maxi works with Trippier for half an hour. You just never know. Um, but just to pass, you know what? Just, it to is... pass by, just, just to pass by abs, Eddie Howe will learn from that and there's no way on God's earth that we're going to be like that next time we'll go to Wembley. Absolutely not. Eddie Howe learns from his mistakes and uh, he'll be he'll be tipped up next time. Absolutely. Quite heavy faith. Yeah, in look. <clears throat> exactly. And I think it, Alex said earlier that, you know, he will learn from this experience. Absolutely. So... We know he will, uh, and we know he'll go back to the drawing board, and he will try and do something very different. But this is why, this is why we do this. This is because every it would be boring if everybody had the same opinion. You've got to have a debate somewhere along the line instead of just saying, "Yeah, I agree, I agree, I agree." There's always going to be. Alex has got his opinions. I've got mine. Billy's got his, and there's no, there's no wrong thing to have a debate about it. And and that's the, why the thing is, is that's I, why I this is here. I agree with you guys I, I, on the tactics. I would like to see different wing systems, balanced fullbacks. I would love to see all these things. My, my, yeah. my overall point is I respect Eddie Howe for not succumbing to the pressure and sticking to mm. what the, the players have been coached. Because um, there is a risk. I know you said, you said your only point was to swap the wingers, which is fair. But... You know, once you start trying to change things, at what point does it unravel? If the Wiggers are on opposite sides, you've got to remember that flips the defensive duties. All of a sudden, their fullbacks are different. Their defensive roles are different. Um, at, you know, at what point is, is it too much? And then we start conceding more goals because then we've changed too much in a final. Um, you know, there's a really fine line there with the balance. So it's, when, we're two, it's when, we're two down, when we're two down, it doesn't matter, does it? It doesn't really matter. 
I don't think. I mean, there's always, there's I mean, always going to be a fine line. There's no doubt about that. I just when, when we're two 0 down in a football match in a final, um, I'd just like to see us try and change something, go for it a bit more than just stay. Too, I, I, if you're going to lose I a final, then lose a final. Set piece coaching. I'm sick of our set pieces. I want. They need to. Yeah. They need well, to under, open up absolutely. a new job role. Yeah, 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 on yeah. the website. Yeah. Go and get somebody in freelance, whatever. You know, Klopp got a freelance throw-in coach in. Just please go and get a, a set-piece coach because we're just not good enough. Absolutely. I think we could all agree on that because that, that is something that we have looked so poor on. Because uh, there's so much pressure listen, on the forwards to create because the, there's just no yeah. goals from anywhere else in the team at the moment. But the the fact the, the thing is, um, the thing is, right, with with, with the set-piece coach, the set-pieces... Even when we were sort of winning games and before Christmas, the set pieces have never been great all season. It's no. very rare that we've scored from one. So that is, it's crying out for someone just to come in and say, right, uh, just you guys go and, you know, listen to this guy, whoever it is to bring in a set piece coach, go and spend a couple of days a week with this guy. And we, 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 get it until it's perfect. And then we keep working on it and we try things and try things and try things until, you know, it happens. Uh, who just just imagine Dirk? where we'd be in the league People table talk. if if, um, if Botman had two for the season, but uh, Byrne had two for the season and Cher had another one, that'd be five additional goals. And that, it's not unreasonable to ask for two goals a season from your defenders, really, like chipping in with the mm. odd header. Yeah. And imagine how where we could be in the table if those five goals had been scored across different matches. Like it's it's we're really missing some extra goals. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Four ninety nine super chat from Bruno G. Uh, is it Bruno G? Is it Gina G? Who knows, uh, lads? It's as simple as this: the players just aren't at that level yet. Uh, they've overachieved this season. Ninety percent of that squad won't be here in three years. Uh, kind of agree with that exactly. Um, Right, there you go. Uh, we've been on nearly two bloody hours on this uh, match review. It is, It has gone on and on and on and on. Um, but uh, listen, thank you for staying with us. Uh, we've had over 900 watching tonight, which is uh, absolutely fantastic. So thank you very much, guys. Uh, please do hit that like button before you leave the stream. Uh, and uh, also, if you're new to the channel, please do hit the subscribe button and come be part of this uh, crazy community we call the Toon Review. Um, and also hit that notification bell, which will let you know when we go live, we upload or we schedule in a live show. Thank you, everybody, for the super chats tonight. Uh, thank it hasn't been two hours of poor shouting at Stato Clark. Yeah, I'll take that as an offensive comment. <laughs> uh, I have shouted all night because I shouted all day yesterday and I know how bad my voice was last night never mind the day um, but look and the fans by the uh, way 10 out of 10 all day every week every fantastic oh, support yeah and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. reduced me to tears when them flags went up I've got to say yeah uh, Ian says next week Paul and Alex grapple naked over a greased log <laughs> what the <laughs> Ian, whatever goes on in your head, I think that's more of a worry than anything else, mate. That is, uh, uh, look, this is what football is. It's a, and this is what we do. We debate, and you know, whatever. I'll, you know, the, the fact is, we respect each other's decisions. Whether Alex agrees with me or not, that doesn't matter. And that, you know, if I agree with Alex, it doesn't matter. These are our opinions, and and we like to have a debate, which is what everybody does in the in the chat. Uh, and then uh, Billy just steps in like a, a bruiser and just says, right, 
this is my point. Used to shut up. Um, and, and that's what it's all about. Um, but listen, guys, it has been a very, very long weekend. Uh, a brilliant weekend. Um, absolutely superb. Uh, it's certainly an experience that I think, uh, you know, from me and Alex's point of view, uh, it was an amazing day yesterday. It really was. Driving into London, walking up to Wembley, um, you know, just walking around before the match, even though Alex had darted to Starbucks because he was a sudden softy and he was cold. Um, so he went, into, <laughs> he went into Starbucks for 10, 15 minutes to warm up. It was chilly, actually, to be fair. Um, but listen, it was it was a magical weekend, whatever the result was. Um, I got to take my daughter, which is just, you know, proud dad moment, getting a photo with her at, at, at Wembley and, um, you know, t- to everybody um, that was there. And the fans that didn't even go to the game, that, that watched it somewhere in London or whether it be in Newcastle or wherever uh, abroad. It was just one of those magical weekends that will live in the memory for a long time. But the good thing is, I don't think that's our one and only appearance for a while. I think we need to get used to this sort of thing um, and and have 100%. many, many more uh, visits to Wembley uh, and things like that. So, listen, it's, it's, it's what it is. Um, it, it, football is the is the beautiful game, as they call it, and um, everyone has an opinion on it, and that's why uh, everybody respects each other's opinions. Um, even though Alex keeps nodding and you know saying that he's right, but were there any yellow a... and green scarves on show yesterday? By the way, that's all the question. Not one, not one, not wow. one. I it's did not see one Norwich scarf anywhere. To be fair. Um, but then again, Alex, when they were all walking in, not one of them had Man United colours on until they came out with all the scarves on. Yeah, they just had coats and jackets. There was the odd red shirt under a coat, but it was, no, it was 90% of, the, of our fans had all got black and white on. And and I think 10% of their fans had got, well, maybe less than that, less than 10% had got, had got a Man United yeah, shirt. Just, on. It, was, yeah. it was awful. Most of them were wearing, uh, and I made this point, most of them were wearing blue Man United shirts which I think is a stupid decision anyway. Why would you wear... That's like us having a red and white kit. They won the yeah. European Cup in blue, Alex. They won the European Cup in blue. Yeah, but it's, it's, a, it's still a stupid colour for a, a, a team in, who play in red to make a blue kit. It, it would be like us making a red and white striped kit. We'd never do it. It's dumb. It's literally the polar uh, opposite. And, 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 and Alex did make this point as well in WH Smith in a service station as me and him were surrounded by Manchester United fans. He also said at the top of his voice that they don't have a, a song for Rashford. Um, he, he said all they want to do is sing about Newcastle United. How we got out of there without any trouble kicking off is is a mystery. Somebody, somebody tried to say that Rashford has a song. His song is Rashford is a red... Rashford is. That's not a song. That's not a song. What is that? Like, yes, he's, he's an. He's played for them for his entire career. He's an England international. He's he's NBE. You've not got a song yeah, for I, him. Pathetic, pathetic fans. Terrible, terrible. Oh yeah. Poor kid. Poor kid deserves <laughs> a song. He's a nice. We have a Man United. We have a Man United fan in the chat, guys. Uh, Sean says, "What a whinge fest." Face it, your club is just league fodder. Placeholders who failed to beat a tired United side, now everyone is to blame. Give it a rest. GGMU. Well, We're coming GG. for you, Sean. We're coming for okay. you. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoy they it while you can, guys. don't get that Qatari takeover, 
No, they're not going to get it. You're not going to be. Our fan was there yesterday. Our fan Blaze was there yesterday. What a fantastic man that man is. Happy Blaze and Troy. (laughs) Yeah. Time, time will tell. Uh, but listen, guys, thank you very much as well to obviously the mods who've uh, modded the chat very well tonight. Uh, and uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you to Billy and Alex, of course. Uh, and we'll be back uh, tomorrow with Fan Forum. Uh, and also, obviously, any news that comes out, I will do a video on. Uh, but for now, guys, enjoy the rest of your Monday night. Uh, have a, a, you know, a nice co-course summit, a good rest. Christ, I need it because I'm knackered. It's been such a long weekend, but a brilliant one. Uh, Thank you very much, guys, and we will see you tomorrow. Uh, In the meantime, take care. Good night. How are the lads and lasses? (laughs) 